Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome. And one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them sucks. But there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want 25 cents off your new one. There's a better way. Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS, as well as older systems. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. And if you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low-use price. There are never any due dates or late fees, and Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium, free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameflyOffer.com slash Sports. That's GameflyOffer.com slash Sports. Or just head on over to our website, CraftRootSports.com, and click the Gamefly link in the menu bar. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brood Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. Well, John Lester's pitching, so this is going to be a long game. Oh, boy. I hope they steal 30 bases. Oh, we're clapping. I don't know why. They haven't announced anyone. <laughs> because... Getting ready to start here. <laughs> Jose Ureña standing at the back of the mound. He reaches down. He's rubbing some dirt and rosin on his hand. And here we go. 
Oh, now he's writing something on the mound with oh. his fingers next to the logo. I can't see what he's writing. Pay supply. Probably a tribute to a dead person, most likely. Whoa, let's be gentle. All right. He's, uh, come on, Jose, let's get this started already. Baseball's problem, right? Here. We'll wait you out. Sitting we'll around. wait you out for the zip line. Now he just kind of kicked all over with his, with his shoe. What he just wrote? Oh, here we go. All right. And the wind up go. and the pitch. Oh, God, a home run on the first pitch of the game. Welcome, Derek Jeter. And that concludes our Marlins coverage for the season. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Craft Brood Sports. And here we go. Mike and Scott. Well, Scott's supposed to be chugging, but of course, he's just, you know, I'm not trying to show the show. Anything. Shut up, Joe. But here we go. Mike's just chugging his Guinness thanks to Tank. And uh, let's see if we can just get all that goodness down. There you go. Come on. You can like do it. It's going to be sad you that can I can't do it. Oh. Get iced. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Whew. Hey, everybody. There. Welcome to another I edition almost beat Mike. of Crab Brew Sports. Uh, I'm that's Mike. my first alcoholic beverage in like three weeks. That's got that's that's a shame. Uh, uh, this is Crab Brew Sports. Whew. Uh, you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge, bro? Uh huh. Okay. Yep. Cool. Oh boy, Guinness mm. is. Uh, I think the last time I chugged a Guinness was when I did a. Uh, uh, when I did a Irish car bomb. Ooh, and I forgot. I miss Irish car bombs. I forgot that in Irish lose. car bombs, it's not a full Guinness. It's only like a, a little yeah. bit of it, and uh, that's a lot of Guinness to chug. <sighs> yeah. Uh, hey, so, everybody. Yeah, welcome to the show. This is um, <sighs> this that was is an both our punishments from me being a white motherfucker from a couple of weeks ago when I couldn't drink coming off of surgery, so yeah. that's that's now squared away. Eventually, we'll have to go back to white motherfucker. And Eventually. I'll... Uh, Maybe have to do that again, but probably Maybe. not. There's a good probably. chance Mike won't stop me. Um, and for, uh, I'm paying off Tank's punishment uh, from the, the the season football season picks. In uh, my punishment this week, if you've missed the last couple of weeks, I had to start off the show by chugging a Guinness. I have to end the show by doing a shot of Jameson, and uh, in between, I got to eat a potato. <laughs> No condiments. No condiments. No salt. No blue pepper. ball. In it. I got to eat potato skin and all. Just super Irish. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh god. So this potato I baked, and then uh, I tried to cut it into manageable chunks, and it just fell apart on me. So it became a uh, a mashed up potato with some skin mixed in. Um, Gross, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, Thank you, Ted. And then, all right. So we talked about it before the show. I ate way too much at dinner. And then realized, oh, shit, I have to chug a Guinness and eat a potato during the show. So this is going to be a horrible night for me. Um, so there is a good chance that I'm throwing up at some point tonight. I hope it's after I leave. Well, well, me too. Yeah. I, hope it, I hope it's not during the show. Yeah. Like, that would be don't. really bad. Um, anyways. Oh, dude, that's so fucking dry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh. <laughs> Wait a minute, Mike. How dry? Uh, Really dry. Okay. I didn't have a joke for it. It's just really, that's going to be so rough know. to get through. Um, 
Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this is Craft Root Sports. For those of you that have never seen the show before, you're probably this like, is, this, this is how is it, it. Yeah, they're like, well, that's it. I'm turning this off. Uh, but stick around. We're going to talk about some fun stuff. Uh, we want to hear your takes tonight. This show uh, is inspired by a post that went in the Craft Root Sports group earlier this week from Stephen Masters, who just blew up the group. 670-some responses already to this post uh, where he just asked, Post your unpopular opinion, and uh, everybody will decide whether they agree or and it's disagree. Still going, still going, still getting notifications. The funniest part to me was when he was like, "Yeah, I muted that after forty responses." Yeah, <laughs> he had no idea. Six hundred later, did, he threw a grenade in the fucking group and, and left. Then just walked away. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, forty. Wow, that's a lot." And you mean I killed people with that thing? <laughs> Uh, I just wanted to take out a couple buildings. So we want to know what your unpopular opinions are. So call us up uh, during the show. As soon as um, Upper Deck is done, we'll open those phone lines up. 440-37-DRUNK. Think of your unpopular opinions now. Call in. We will tell you whether or not you are right or wrong. Before we get to that, though, Motherfucker of the Week. Uh, And this week, since it is uh, baseball's back, open Hooray! (laughs) I'm excited. Disagree. (laughs) Since uh, baseball's back and we got uh, uh, we got opening day uh, excitement, we want to know which of these guys is worse. So the first guy is the guy that gets super excited about opening day, way too into it. He's the guy that's a Cincinnati Reds fan that's pissed that the parade isn't on the same day as opening day anymore. And he's like, it's a tradition, and MLB is ruining this, and blah, blah, blah. Who requested off work when the schedule dropped back in September. He's also the guy that's really pissed off that uh, even when it doesn't happen that the Reds are playing on Monday and they're Sunday night baseball and they're not the first game anymore. Like He's yeah. just super into the tradition of baseball. So there's that guy, the overly into opening day guy. And then there's the super anti-opening day guy who wants <laughs> to just kind of <laughs> shit on everybody's parade by <laughs> I- ignoring that it happens or saying, wow, baseball is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Wasted. Stupid 900 times and, yeah, just wants to just shit all over everybody's good day for no good reason. Ooh, baseball sucks all day. He's the guy, guy that he's the guy that posts the memes of, like, oh, everybody out here talking about opening day, and I'm talking about 21 weeks till football season yeah. starts. It's like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, man. Which is fine. I mean, football's great and all, but if you just don't like baseball, then just don't pay attention to it. Yeah. I mean, it's real yeah. easy to ignore one day. One of those two you dudes. Ignore it the rest of the year. <laughs> One of those fine. two dudes is your motherfucker of the week. Put in your vote now. We will uh, reveal the answer by the end of the show, um, and we're going to keep things tight tonight, everybody. We are on, we're on a mission. Craft Toy, sports. Like a tiger. We're already like four minutes over, but screw it. It's fine. Let's get into the beer this week. This week. We are drinking St. Arnold's White Noise. Uh, St. Arnold's was a brewery that we fell in love with uh, oh, yeah. back in October with their, their Pumpkinator. Yes. And that was a beer that you, you claimed was better than Pumpkin. Uh, yeah, Dethrone the King. Yeah. That, that yeah. is your new epitome of the best pumpkin beer out there. Uh, and then they've also put out quite a few beers that we are jealous that we're not able to get our hands on since then with the... Uh, uh, bread pudding during Christmas time. Yes, um, I forgot about that. Yeah, one. we've heard good things about that, and uh, we didn't hesitate when we saw this on there. Now, Mike's not as much of a wheat beer guy as I am, a whipped beer guy as I am, but uh, I have a feeling he might enjoy this one. This is so far very, very good. As you can see, the description there, citrusy, it's, uh, 
Got a little bit of a, a hoppy smell, which is different for super uh, hoppy smell. Meals, yeah, but it doesn't taste too hoppy, oh. which is why I like it. This That's is very true. nice, mellow, mellow <laughs> hops. Well, it's uh. it's kind of like your IPAs that you like, where like the citrus cuts into the hoppy flavor, right? And they did talk about in the description that it does have the citra hops because it, mm-hmm. it is dry hopped. So they yeah. they add some extra hops into this beer. I'll tell you what, it kind of too a <clears throat> little bit of, of uh, bubbly bubbliness to it. It kind of uh, reminds me of champagne just a little bit, and it's uh, just the way it goes down. It's got it's a little bit more carbonated. It seems like than your average beer. So I just got a piece of skin in that one. And it was kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> That was the first piece of skin. Uh, I would agree. It is kind of champagne. Goddamn, this this episode is gonna be so hard to do. <laughs> I'm spraying potato all over the microphone. Dry mouth over here. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is it. I mean, and and again, I'm not a big wit beer fan. I don't like wit beers. I don't like wheat. Like those those types of beers are normally uh, pretty gross to me. But this one. Initial tastes are pretty solid on this one. James Haygood coming out swinging. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the best basketball player of all time. Fight me. Wow. All right. Hot takes coming in. Hot, hot takes. Bringing them in. That uh, is a, that's James a wrong, yeah, Dead wrong. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> Super wrong. We like your spirit. <laughs> that's what we want to see tonight, everybody. Post your hot takes. Call in. Um, and we'll just fight about it. Like That's, that's yeah, the whole spirit of the show tonight. Go at it. Uh, but anyways. Oh, um, and did we mention if you share the show, we'll get to 20 shares. We'll take a shot. Oh, we are? Yeah. We get to 20 shares, we'll do a shot of uh, well-aged fireball that Mike's got down here. <laughs> Pretty sure it tastes like cinnamon toenails at this it point. Is, it is the grossest fireball that I've ever... Oh. I mean, honestly, between the two other liquors that are here, I would rather shoot the hypno than shoot the mm. fireball. That's how bad that fireball is. Yeah, but yeah, if we bad. hit 20 shares, go ahead uh, and share uh, it up and we'll, we'll do that fireball. Anyways, the other thing about this beer that I was kind of concerned about, the ratings on it weren't all that great. Like when I was looking really? them up, because we always do the untapped ratings and the rate beer ratings. Uh, yeah. Rate beer, it's only 69. <laughs> uh, and <Sing>. then, uh, <laughs> so... We know who would love this. This <laughs> Gronk. is Gronk's beer. Uh, and then it was only like 3.6 caps on untapped uh, hmm. out of five. So the ratings are a little low, especially for a brewery that I think is a, a really solid one. So I'll be interested to see how it holds up. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> Let's get into Upper Deck. I'm going to eat some more potato. <laughs> All right. And uh, oh, wait, I'll go ahead for the read. Start the read. read. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do it during the read. Uh, don't, uh, don't be rude. I'll wait until <laughs> Not to our sponsors. Yep. Sorry. And uh, Craft Root Sports and Upper Deck is brought to you by Minutemen Tickets, locally owned in Columbus, Ohio, by Scott Met. Couple of guys who are sports fans just like you and me. Minuteman does things the right way. No trying to order tickets from the robot or paying ridiculously high fees. If you call them up, you're going to talk to a real person that's not eating potatoes and you avoid all of those fees that the other guys charge. And Minuteman will even sell your tickets for you. So go on ahead and check them out at MinutemanTickets.com or give them a call. 614-943-3000. That's 614-493-3000. All of your sports, concerts, or theater ticketing needs, they Gotcha on that one. Uh, first start, uh, first story leading off upper deck. We're going with a little baseball and a little what the shit moment. Um, <laughs> this week in Los Angeles, the Dodgers headed into the regular season in style this week as their final spring training training game was canceled during the game. This was a game at Dodger Stadium. You know, they had moved into Dodger Stadium for the last couple of games before. Uh, wrapping things up in uh, their spring training complex. So here they are 
dress rehearsal for the regular season, and the game was canceled. Why, you ask? Well, a pipe backed up on two different levels in the stadium, causing a sewage leak that ran out onto the field. A player was standing in the on-deck circle in the bottom of the fifth when a lake of shit flooded the field <laughs> near the dugout behind him. Um, and if you see pictures of this, it is gross looking, but people were saying it was even worse smelling. The ground oh, crew imagine. attempted to push the shitty water off the field, but the umps were like, nah, we're, we're done here. They called the game. Everyone went home. This takes shitty spring training baseball to all new heights. So where did it, how did it get to the field? Like, was it from... The- it basically flooded. So the pipes got backed up. And this is one of those things where the, the So it just came up from the ground. Yeah, the deposits from like where it was from underneath the dugout area. It just happened to be that that's where it flooded to. Oh my God. Because that's what I was trying to figure out was like, did it back up somewhere where it like cascaded down the steps no it just basically <laughs> or like, came coming. or filled up the dugout and like spewed it it's basically that yeah no it's basically that area right in between the, the yeah. dugout and the field and like underneath the tarp kind of and it just seeped out right oh on the field oh my god that's so disgusting yeah uh, all sorts of players were quoted about how bad it smelled I mean I can't even imagine like a stadium full of people shit just <laughs> anyways let me have another bite of potato, potato. cool <laughs> So there you go. A shitty start to the season for the Dodgers. So awful. Ugh. Can you imagine being on deck when that happens? And you're just like, oh, what, is, what is that? Oh, my God. What is that? Yeah. Like, what? Do you just run into the outfield? Like, I would just run into the outfield at that point. I'd be done. Yeah, That's disgusting. All right. Let's get into this one. It's been a while since we've had a beer story in Upper Deck, but uh, here we go. The brewery McKellar, which is known for coming out with tons of beers, literally there's over a thousand beers listed by McKellar on Rate Beer right now. Uh, They just opened up a new brewery, and it's actually attached to City Field in Queens. It's a uh, 10,000 square foot space, and it's going to feature seating, food, and most importantly, 60 rotating taps. The Mets Um, suck at baseball, but that's pretty sweet. That's awesome to have a brewery in your stadium. That's amazing. And the brewery is going to be open. It's not just one of those. I was going to say, is it year round? Yeah, it's year round. It's got a separate entrance on on the exterior. So open even when the Mets aren't there. Yeah, and even if you don't have tickets to the game, you can go hang out in the brewery, and then you just have to to give your ticket as you go into. I have a feeling that'll become more common. It's got to be. Well, that's, and, and Cincinnati's doing like idea. their craft beer bar, like the extended bar along yeah. the third base line. And I think this is the next step is yeah. to, to incorporate it. a brewery right there on yeah. site. I think there's one in Louisville uh, at the AAA stadium. Okay. I think there's a brewery inside of that stadium. Yeah. I but mean, this that, is the first a, MLB team That's a to have. damn good idea. It's a fantastic idea. Uh, the coolest part about this, too, so because McKellar has so many... Uh, unknown beers and, and all these crazy ideas that they come up with, uh, their rotating taps are going to focus on those beers that you don't really get to find out in the wild. Uh, so the, mm. it's going to be like more of their experimental brews that are on uh, on tap there, which is also a great idea because now you've got a reason to go because right. beers you can't just go pick up in the store. Mm. It's like stuff you can only get on tap, and it's made right there. Such a good idea. I don't like the Mets. Oh, that's, a good, that's a good idea. Yeah. I can't wait to, to see Tim Tebow in that bar. <laughs> is that when you go there, that's your first thought is uh-huh. uh, I might see Tebow? Yeah. Where's okay. Tebow? I'm going to cool. go. I'm going to be like, give me a, give me one of those porters and uh, where's Tebow? <laughs> you guys got any potatoes here? <laughs> I like them raw. Like I'm like I'm plain. No, plain yeah, as they're fuck. not right. It's cooked. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's cooked. It's just, cooked. Just super plain, plain man. Plain as hell. You want some salt on that? Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. 
Nope. Give it to me dry. <laughs> All right, sticking with the theme of beer and baseball here. I love this story because it combines those three things. Beer, baseball, and Major League Baseball telling the Yankees they can get fucked. (laughs) Uh, Earlier this week, MLB issued a warning to the Yankees that they better not go ahead with plans to use player likenesses in their beer. That's because the Yankees had sent out a promotional photo highlighting their new pouring technology that allows them to put images of players' faces into beer foam, similar to how you see those cafe lattes or whatever the fuck those $30 fancy Starbucks drinks are that they can draw designs in. Anyway, uh, within the picture, uh, the likenesses of Mike Stanton, Aaron Judge, Aroldis Chapman, and Gary Sanchez were used in... Yeah, fuck them all. <laughs> so you can, get, you can get a wife beater in your beer in New York. Uh, were used in Blue Point Beer. But that's a big no-no, says Major League Baseball, because they do not allow active players to use or promote the selling of beer or other alcohol. Yankees issued a statement and basically said, hey, we never planned on selling them. It was just to use to highlight the technology, chill the fuck out. But I prefer to interpret it as MLBA saying, hey, Yankees, go fuck yourself if we're trying to break our uh, stodgy old rules and the Yankees backpedaling faster than Deion Sanders in his prime. That's just the way I like to read into it. <laughs> Funnier that way to me. Also, they can feel free to use any of their player likenesses when I piss into a glass and it foams up. Uh, any of those players named, any of the 25, anybody on the 40-man, anybody in the organization, just go ahead and put their faces right in my piss with their super technology. How, have, uh, how have that, has that not been more commonplace in stadiums where, like, the urinal uh, covers are, like, your arch rival's logo? Like in the yeah. Yankees, in the Yankees stadium. Yeah, or, look at it's Boston. Yeah, <laughs> and you can like oh, pissing know. on Boston. Like that's what, uh, I don't know why that's a more commonplace. I think this is cool though that, that they can do this type of shit now. Oh, it's where definitely you can cool. Do, but I didn't. I, I like how it has never came up as a like. And I also like that the rule is. I mean, if I was the Yankees, we're like, all right, fine, we just don't use current players because the rule says yeah, just use current players. Yeah, yeah, like, they can put like Babe, Babe Ruth, Ruth right yeah. in your glass, right? Roger Maris in your glass, I right? Mean, I I would do that. I mean, and that's I that's a think cool any, idea, man. Yeah, I think any team that had something like that, you might as well just go on ahead and do it if you can, if you could do something like that, or just even yeah. the logo. I mean, yeah, well, and that's the thing. Like, how <laughs> there's so many ways of getting around. Okay, I can't use player likenesses. We can still right. make this Yankee centric without having to deal with that. So. I wonder I if they would why. upcharge for uh, oh, for different players, dude. You know, <laughs> this is a place where they charge like twenty four dollars for oh, a hot I dog, my fork, and it's just your <laughs> wow, wow. All right, well, moving on. Uh, nope, I'll get one more bite in before I move on. Cool, baseball, huh? <laughs> so I may have become a fan of Trevor Bauer for life after this story. Uh, we we joked about Gronk earlier, Trevor Bauer. Is giving Gronk a run for his money. Taking it to the next level. Uh, so this past offseason, Bauer was eligible for arbitration. Um, he thinks the process is complete bullshit, so he went, he went in asking for $6.9 million. <laughs> Get it? He did that on purpose. He was like, I want $6.9 million, and kind of giggled like a schoolboy uh, school at uh, offering $69 or $6.9. Anyways, moving on. Uh, <laughs> he was advised that the Solid. number was too high. And that he'd likely lose out on his arbitration bid. So instead, he settled on a number that he felt was more fair. Uh, the number was a little weird. So uh, he went in and asked for $6,525,000. And he won that. That's what he won in arbitration. But that's not the number he wanted. He didn't want $6.5 million. He wanted a different number. And the number that he really wanted was 6420000 
That's what he that's what he really wanted. That's what he felt he deserved uh, for the year. But since he won six point five million, he decided to donate money to charity uh, to get down to that number that he really feels he's owed for the season. So Trevor Bauer on opening day kicked off his sixty nine days of giving where he is donating $420.69 every day for 69 days. I love it because it's petty, childish, yeah, and all that wrapped and into one. And so sophomoric. Like he yeah. doesn't, and he is just embracing all of it. On the last day, he is donating $69,420.69 <laughs> to a charity that he is keeping secret currently. Uh, but when you factor in all the fees that he's paying for somebody to run the website and handle the donations and distribute everything, uh, the difference between his six million five hundred twenty-five thousand that he gets this year and everything that he's donating and paying in fees brings his total salary for the year down to six million four hundred twenty thousand nine hundred sixty-nine dollars <laughs> and sixty-nine cents. Oh my god. <laughs> That is That's, unreal. This is the only time math has been awesome. <laughs> also, shout out to Dan Chancer, who's loving my Braves jersey. Fellow yeah. fellow podcaster from No Distractions. No Distractions. Make sure yeah. you guys check them out Thursday nights. Thursday Ooh, nights. We're going to be going up against No Distractions next week. Uh, Sorry, Dan. wasn't going to bring that up. Sorry, Chance. I uh, we're, bring that yeah, up. Well, I mean, we got, they're going to find out sooner or later. Um, That's true. Uh, also, Brenda posted something in here that I haven't heard about, and I don't know if you've heard about that either. Did yeah, you see that? I just saw that. Up here? Uh, Brenda says, did you guys hear about cocaine found in a beer nationwide? It increased their sales by 4.3%. Had to seize production for at least 30 days. I don't know what that Where is, Where was Joe. this beer being sold? I don't know, but Joe, if you can Google that and find out some more details on that story, that sounds amazing. Yeah, that's I need a, to know where this beer is. I don't know how we and if it's still available. Upper Deck. Um, how do you get that in? I anyway, don't know. That ties in so good with the last story. Awesome. Anyways, go on. Go to the but next But it's one. happening! <laughs> Alright, Mike and I have talked about uh, many ways that the NCAA could either have to change their stodgy ways or accept their demise if they aren't willing to adapt to players getting paid for their services by more players deciding to bypass college and taking alternate routes. No one, before you get all uppity about it, is saying that that will become that this will become commonplace, but it's the type of thing that needs to happen to push things in a different direction. That is, now former Syracuse commit Darius Baisley has announced that he will forego attending Syracuse this upcoming season and instead jump from being a high school senior to joining the NBA G League. Baisley has been projected by some as a... potential top 10 pick in the 2019 draft and in the recent mcdonald's all-american game basley finished with a line of 11 points seven rebounds and two assists now plenty of players have gone overseas uh to take that route as far as avoiding ncaa but basley becomes the first player to take the g league route to his credit basley realizes what this means saying quote this all real <clears throat> this all realizes and falls back on me. And that is another reason why I decided on this. There's no room for error here. I can't be screwing around. I just want that. I just want this challenge. And I know that I'm going to overcome it. As far as maturity wise, I believe I am as mature as they come, if not more mature than guys that are in the G League and some guys in the NBA. There's no screwing around. End quote. Love this. It's great. I think it's awesome. And I'm surprised that it hasn't happened before. Like you mentioned them going overseas. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's because you can make more money overseas than right. you can in the G League. Well, a lot of a lot of the people that go overseas 
don't really think that they'll necessarily end up in the NBA. It's just their only way of making money professionally, period. Right, so, right. But you would think that because that option is there, you would think some of these guys yeah. would go and just well, make some I guess money. One of the most famous examples would be Brandon Jennings when he went overseas for a year and then came back, and he was one of the first bigger name guys to go overseas and do it. Um, but there's been plenty of other guys that have done it, but nobody's gone just the exclusive NBA D League or now G League route. So uh, good for him, though. This is this is going to force. It's it's just a small blip, but this is the type of thing that's going to push that ball in the direction because more guys are going to see it. Like uh, he's going to be monitored. However well this goes yeah. is going to determine well, where the guys. And that's going to be the big thing. Go if, he, this route. if he goes there and busts out and right. doesn't do anything, people are going to be like. Yeah, well, the, the NCAA gone to, gone like, to North ah, Carolina. That's right. what you get. Ah. Right, so well, we should, should all... Syracuse we should all... Col- uh, yeah, Syracuse, Syracuse, sorry, but that's yeah, cool. Fuck you. Anyways, anyway. point being, we should all collectively be cheering for this dude. Absolutely. Not only because he's from Cincinnati, but also because this could potentially force the NCAA's hand. Yes. And that's and that's the whole, the whole point of this. We're not looking for guys to just start going pro. It's just right. more... If enough dudes do this, enough top recruits do this, the NCAA is going to have to change how they handle things. Yeah. That's and that's what we all want. Right, exactly. I mean, that's that's the whole thing here is getting the NCAA and even to a certain degree the NBA to change the rule cuz the the one and done rule is an, is an NBA, NBA rule. Yeah. So, one way or another it's got to change and it, you know, if the NCAA has to make something so that this whole thing works out better, I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm agreed. just glad that it's starting with, you know, this kid. Agreed. So just fact-checking the cocaine story, okay. it is 100% not true. Oh, Washington right. Post said that it came from a fake site and somehow oh. just got circulated all around, Damn. and it is not true at all. I hate the internet sometimes. Man. Yeah, like I love it, but when I there's hate really it cool stories like, like that. that or something that you're like, "Oh my god, that's awesome!" and then oh, especially great. when it's a, a story that you just want to be true, right? Like that, where it's like, "Oh yeah," and then and it doesn't hurt and anybody. So good about like making it like the details that that Brenda put up in the in the Facebooks uh, in the Facebook comments about oh, it increased their sales by four point three percent. Like well, Brenda so says that she's it was on the news and that she has a sportcast, sports podcast that she heard that talked about it. I mean, I don't know. First line of Washington Post: The U.S. government didn't find Coors Light beer laced with cocaine, despite claims that originated oh, so on a satirical Light, website. Huh? Well, Coors Light. I don't know. Weird. Uh, I wish it was true. That's why. It, People are like, we should get some beer and lace it with cocaine and then redistribute the story and be like, oh, no, no, we found it. It really happened. Yeah. Let's just put some cocaine in these beers and be like, <laughs> test these. We found them. St. Arnold's. St. Arnold's white noise coming from Tavor that's got cocaine in it. It increased their Tavor sales by 4.3%. <laughs> no reason to apologize, Brenda. It's all good. No, yeah. I mean, it's, you all, know, it's not like you. Look, we have the all, one who made up the story. We have all circulate. been there. Yeah, but, we've all been like I said, those, story. Those I've, sites now are I've, so I've good at hiding it. I hate, I, hate, I, hate, I hate when I share one on Twitter and then somebody yes! comes back and tells me, hey, they hit you with the, fake. They hit you with the Trump gif mm. of fake news. And I'm like, you motherfucking know. Oh, yes. yeah. Damn it. Mm. We've all been there. No no need to apologize. <laughs> Tank just um, got home, said, eat that tater, Mike. I will, Tank. I will. <laughs> I, let me let me finish this story. This is something where uh, beer is spiked with uh, with 
some illegal drugs, and it is uh, it is a hundred percent true story. Um, this is uh, weed references this time. Keith Villa, who is the man who invented Blue Moon and worked for Miller Coors for like thirty some years after their purchase of Blue Moon Brewing, is releasing three new beers, all of which have no alcohol, but instead are infused with marijuana. What the what? Uh, yeah, and Villa says that uh, the beers will offer the same effects of alcohol, just without the headache. Which, if you've ever smoked pot, which I'm not saying I have, but I've heard that people say uh, it feels like you're drunk and then you wake up the next day and you're not hungover and you feel great. So this sounds like uh, he's onto something here. Mm. Um, the other issue you're is... You're not saying you haven't either. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, okay, cool. There's, a, there's also the, a lot of people say that edibles... Uh, it's hard to tell how much to eat because it hits you a little bit later and a little bit differently than if you're smoking. So people tend to overindulge. But with the way Villa is developing these beers, uh, it, it will hit you about the same as if you're getting drunk. So you will feel it the same way as if you've just been drinking regular beers. The only difference is it's THC instead of alcohol. That's I need this you. beer. Uh, it will only be available in Colorado to start with. To Colorado! Uh, <laughs> To the CBS uh, Mobile. This is, not, <laughs> this is not the first time that uh, it's been advertised beers with weed in it. Like this has been a commonplace thing, but the difference being it's illegal to actually infuse your beer with weed. So what a lot of brewers do is they uh, they just put the hemp in there. So there's no THC. It just gives the smell of weed, and then it's the uh, the alcohol. This guy, since there is no alcohol in it, and he's putting the marijuana in, it skirts those federal laws and allows him to infuse it with the cannabis. Nice. Yeah, super smart idea. Um, so, yeah, uh, going to Colorado. Three uh, three beers that are infused with weed. And he's like, he's starting a whole brewery based on this, too. That's and this guy clearly smart idea. I mean, I'm not a big Blue Moon fan, as you heard from the opening of the show. I'm not a wheat beer fan, yeah. but this guy I love knows me some wheat beers, man. But he knows beers because right. Blue Moon has taken off. So if if the federal law changes, this could be some interesting stuff. Coming I'm all here. in for this. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even smoke weed. It's not my thing. But I mean, I'm all for a beer that would give you the same effects and well, not no, give I you. Think? I was gonna say not give you any of the after effects. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Man. The only the only effect of this is you're gonna really want to eat a potato, <laughs> but with stuff on it. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Uh, this has been Upper Deck. Brought, brought to you by MinutemanTickets.com. Thanks, because I couldn't do. Yeah, that. I know. That's why I jumped in. <laughs> uh, let's get back to that story of uh, the kid from Cincinnati going to the G League. Um, so now that he's made that jump, I know like a lot of people are talking about. And by the way, everybody, the phone lines are open now. 440-37-DRUNK. Hot Call takes. Call in with your hot takes, your unpopular opinion. We will tell you whether or not you are right or wrong. Um, and if you're wrong, we'll make fun of you for it. And if we argue, uh, even better for you. Um, also, quick hitters. Call in. Give your hot take. Hang up. Then yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, discuss. Yeah, yeah. No, no, don't linger. Yeah, no arguments. You yeah. can't argue yeah, with you, us. You, you can't just change drop the hot take bomb and then walk away. <laughs> and then we'll defuse it or, you know, blow we'll it either, up. Yeah, we'll either feed that flame or, uh, <laughs> or blow it right out. Um, but anyway, so this kid making this jump, uh, how long do you think it's going to take before we see some of these other guys? <laughs> Hold on, this we, got a, we got a hot take. We got a hot take already? Second. Tyson, hot take. Missionary is the best sex position. <laughs> Tyson, disagree. <laughs> disagree. 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 What are, what, what are we, Mormons? <laughs> I mean, 
don't get don't get us wrong. Any sex is good sex, but well, that's but the best. That's not. The, I was gonna say there's no way that's the best position at all. None. Horrible take. <laughs> I expected something hotter than that. That's... Horrible take. Uh, but I mean that's the, that's the point. That's what we're looking for. Also, uh, yeah, that's true. But also, I'd like to see Tyson defend this in the comment section as to why I'm con- uh, like I don't I don't want the, on the phone calls. You know, just come and drop, and then you know maybe hop in the comment section and kind of go from there as your defense. But I want to see the rationale behind that being the best. <laughs> I love sex the way it was intended. <laughs> Laying down, facing each other, no talking. I am very tired after a long day of work, so the less moving I have to do, the better. So I prefer to just rub against something for a while. Done. He's also asking me to back up my disagreement because he knows that my wife listens, and she's also watching at the moment. But And there's no way my wife agrees with that. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> there's your hot take right there. Moving on. <laughs> All right, so basically. So baseball. So basically, comes in, <laughs> comes in, and uh, and drops this bomb, where he's not going to Syracuse. So my question to you is: Now that um, <laughs> I just saw Cheryl's, <laughs> I told you, <laughs> I told you, I know my wife. Read the comment. I'm gonna eat some potatoes. Ain't nobody like a cold fish. No missionary. That's right. Wow. My wife knows what's up. It's, it's just an option for sex, not how the long, option. How long before another player makes this jump? Do you think there's anybody from this class that goes with Baisley now that he's made this No. Jump? Again, because kind of we talked about it a little bit when we were talking about the story, all eyes on this kid. And nobody wants to be the first. So you watch what the first does, and you kind of see how it plays out. And, you know, if he does well, and then, you know, again... It's all going to play out through when he gets drafted next year. See if he's projected as a top 10 pick now. See if his draft stock gets affected. See if maybe, uh, you know, things kind of, if he gets injured or how that affects things. Like, I mean, there, there'll be a lot of factors here, but nobody's going to follow him in but immediately. Here's where here's where I think that, that there could be some truth to somebody following him. We've seen this in all levels of athletics now where these guys are all trying to, like, recruit each other. You see it in the NBA where these guys are joining super teams. Odell Beckham and Landry. Uh, Landry's trying to get Beckham to the Browns, and he's like recruiting him to the Browns. You see these high school kids that are all excited trying to get on the same team in college. There is the possibility that he tries to get some of his friends or some of the guys that he's played with growing up to come with him to the G League. I mean, so it's a potential. I'm not saying it's going to be like a top no, 10 recruit, right? But I no, could I mean, see they, there could be. I just think that when you think about like what you're suggesting, that's kind of how the whole AAU circuit works, right? Where you're playing with your friends right. and you're doing all that stuff. I think that's more likely. <laughs> I, I think that's more likely moving forward once these things kind of get cleared up and the questions kind of get answered but for now guys are kind of just gonna be like all right you, you know how it is yeah you go man I, i'm right behind you i i, I got you I, i'm gonna watch out things here you you go you go ahead i'm gonna be the lookout so they're just gonna <laughs> let things let him see how things go and then from i got the there, password man i got the password right 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 like i, I the cops come I, I, i'll yell <laughs> you, you, you go on ahead and break in <laughs> i got you though so, so yeah. then how long do we have to wait? Is it one year? I mean, one, one year before we know the results and then see how many guys have afforded. But I think, I think you're looking at a long process. I don't Joe's think saying this is no. overnight. Well, he's going he's gonna to have to do his one year below 
for people to see. And then it's going to take at least two years because then they're going to see how well he's going to be able to transition into getting a con- contract in the NBA or not. So they're going to see how well he can – the people are going to wait to see how well he does in the G League and then right. if that transitions. So it's going to be at least two years well, before I don't even we think, see I don't even a think they'll influx, care. I think. Like, I don't think they'll care how he does in the pros – they're just going to care where he goes to the pro. Like they're it's just all about at getting draft. into the league, right? That's it's what I'm the draft stuff. So it's two years from now. We'll know. I think not. You know, he gets drafted next year. So then the following year, we see how many guys f- go after that. When you're talking about the draft, like the following season, like I guess we'll know if more people start doing it. But I think maybe there's this potential. I mean, if he comes out and balls out in the G League. And I mean, maybe even improves his draft stock because they're just saying top ten. That's a generic thing. There, yeah. To where it's like, oh man, you know, now he's a top three pick or you know potential number one or something. I mean, then you could see the you could see the numbers improve really quickly because guys will be like, whoa. I mean, not only did he go and improve his draft stock, like he was getting paid to do it. I mean, that's clearly the way. So, how does this process work with the G League? Like, who? That's what I was wondering. Because that's I don't. What, who do you play for? Yeah, because like, you're not drafted right. to a team. So they have like a big old player pool, and most NBA teams teams have a. Uh, lower le- minor right. league affiliate, which Most are the G not leagues. All. Not right. all. There are some that have like a combined type deal, but usually it's uh, – so let's say the Cavs. They also have the Canton Charge in Canton, Ohio. Uh, the Cavs will sign the player to a contract, and then they'll send them down to the G League, just kind of like baseball, except then they'll be, they'll be signed to a G League contract. Um, they also have these new contracts, which are two-way, where players can play both in the G League and in the – and in the NBA if it's possible. Um, but most of the time they get signed to like a low contract and then they'll get sent down if they're not on the bench. Okay, but in this but, case, which team is he yeah, going to get so assigned to? It, or, it'll yeah. be, he'll have his agent and he'll talk to the affiliates and they'll just he goes into a big old pool and he'll just sign as a free but, agent. Okay, so but then once the draft rolls around, he'll still be eligible to be drafted by any team. Correct, because okay, he hasn't right. been, de- he doesn't, he's not declaring now. For the draft, all right, he's okay. just going like he would to the that makes NCAA. Sense. He just has an agent. Okay, interesting. Because I I had no idea how that would that would work with like what team you would go to. But yeah, that's just, what I essentially you're just negotiating with the lower level teams. And right, you're not actually signing with the big club. It's just the affiliate there. So, but the biggest drawback for him is let's say this G League thing doesn't work out because most coaches aren't good in the G League. It's just who they can find yeah. and fill in. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be able to go to the NCAA if he wants to because he's, he's already an has agent. an agent. Yeah, right. So he won't be able to go and get a structure if he feels like he needs it. He's just going to have to either stay G League or go somewhere else or just try and Lithuania, work. Lithuania, baby. He's going to go get for the balls. He's going to go get Big Lavar. <laughs> uh, I mean, Lavar will coach him up. That's all I know. Seventy-two points. Yeah, is that? <laughs> Did you hear about that story too about Ball yes. getting seventy-two and it was against like. Chinese high schoolers. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because why not? He it stole was, from China twice. Now it is so genius. Like we shit on ball, we shit on Lavar so much, but that that dude is a genius to be able to manufacture this stuff. All right, son. Here's what's going to happen. You're you're going to declare for the draft on the same day that we're playing a Chinese team of junior <laughs> high kids, and then we're going to take this offense and guess what? Offense get the ball. To Leangelo. Is that his name? Leangelo? That's I, guess. I think that's it. I was going to say. Get the ball to Leangelo. I couldn't remember which one was which. But yeah, get the ball to Leangelo. Not and Mello. Yeah, that's, that's all I know. <laughs> uh, get the one to the middle one. Get the ball to the middle one. That's there a, you go. All right. Yeah. 
The one who's not that good. Give it to him. Uh, and then they just inflate his numbers, and they're like, see? 72. Ballin'. Uh, I love it. The guy's a genius. Hey, Scott, you ready for a, for a hot take? Yeah. Papa John's isn't as bad as everybody says. I mean... <laughs> you go, eat the potato faster. Are you expecting some venom? I mean... Oh, what? Oh, what? It's some venom. <laughs> the problem is... It, 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 it's bad because of their their political stances. Yep, yep. I mean, the pizza itself the isn't pizza the itself. worst pizza in the world. It's just not good by many standards either. But you can do so much worse mm-hmm. on national chain pizza. I will say though, thanks that, for agreeing. I'm well, a no, hot I know, take. but the, the 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 worst part about them is how doughy it is. I think is just I think, and I think that's a lot of people's complaints is that it's a lot of dough. Yeah, there's a lot of dough, and their sauce isn't very good either. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just... And the cheese isn't really... Like, it's just a really bad pizza, but it's not the worst <laughs> pizza yes. in the world. Like, we I've can had... break it down as to why it's bad pizza, but there's like, also worse out there. Like, if you look at it, all of the ingredients are shit. Like, <laughs> and combined together, it's really disgusting. Okay, and but here's, here's not the worst here's pizza. also where I'll kind of disagree, is because of all that factors, like... It's not cheap enough for how yeah. Well, not I, good I don't it know. Is. It's pretty cheap because you get it for fifty percent off every single day. Well, that's true. I mean, they got a lot of deals. But if you just look at it, if you just look at their menu prices, like, damn, what yeah. for this twenty two dollars for a medium? Yeah, <laughs> and it's really expensive. It's kind of <laughs> like the half price sushi thing where it's half price every day. So then that's kind of just your regular price, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. really half price. You know, they they make it. They could get in trouble for that because the have, have you heard of the my pillow that dude that like he was all coked yeah. out and came up with the yeah, uh, pillow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That guy his Better Business Bureau rating has dropped to like an F because he always advertises buy one pillow get one half off, and uh, because that's his constant advertisement, the Better Business Bureau was like, then it's not a deal, right? F. Yeah. So how is Papa John's not dropped when every day it's 50% off? That's how I've always felt about the the half-price sushi. It's like, it's not half-price. It's always that price. You're not getting a deal. Vic says better ingredients, better pizza, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Awful take. (laughs) Yeah, baseball's Uh, terrible. You got a hot take? Uh, Roseanne's awful. I don't care if 18 million people watch it. That show has sucked now. Back when it was original and will forever suck. It's just a bunch of fat white people. No, I don't have a problem with white people, but <laughs> it just happens to be a bunch of fat white people making it. It's Mike and Molly combined with, uh, I don't know, uh, another shitty sitcom. Like, hey, we're take. fat. <laughs> but 18 million people tuned into that bullshit, and I can't fucking believe it. That's a pretty hot take. I, I agree. It's, uh, I don't think she's very funny. Um, never. No, like, I've never thought Roseanne was a funny person. I can't stand her laugh. Oh god! And no. and this is all. And the the shittiest part is I like John Goodman. Mm. John Goodman, do you love like. me some John Goodman? Yeah, and so, but he's it's like guilt by association. He just kind of gets lumped in there. Do we know which Becky was in this Roseanne reboot with the good hair? <laughs> <laughs> I got that one. I got all right, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, good answer. Not, not the whitest uh, motherfucker tonight. <laughs> 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 no, I'm really not. Let me have some more potato as I agree to that. Uh, no, do we know which one it was? Was because Becky was? I have no idea. That was one of those characters it. like Sarah Chalk mid. and uh, the other one. Yeah. So uh, if it, I mean, if it was the girl that was in Scrubs, Sarah Chalk, might tune in. 
just to see what she's up to. Yeah. Oh, we got a call. Also, Tank says that Papa John's is only good when it's free. I maintain that all pizza is good when it's free. That's, yeah, that's so, fair. True. Craft yeah. Root Sports, who dis? Hey, it's Tank. What's up? Tank, what up, what's up man? How you doing, bud? Not, not bad, man. How's that potato? <laughs> not bad, actually. I thought it was going to be way worse. Oh, you son of a bitch. Uh, but I've also got a lot of skin left, and I've been trying to push those around. Uh, so it's about to get way worse for me. Uh, so, so, or, so wait, so you're saving the skin for the end, like when that's when actually the worst just, strategy like, ever. All, like, yeah, like all the end crust on a pizza to the side. Yeah, it was a horrible idea on my part, but um, <laughs> I, I was like, I just got to try to get through this somehow, and uh, I wanted to try to scarf down as much potato as possible so that I can like pick at the skins through the rest of the show. Dude ate all the marshmallows yeah. and left the cereal. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're, uh, you're, and you're. Your your potato eating strategy is worse than your football picking strategy. <laughs> As a good That's burn. not a hot take. As a good That's burn. fact. Ooh, that was so hot though it burned. That's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love the fact this is a hot take episode, man. This is great. Uh, Papa John's only go when it's free, and mm-hmm. Roseanne has and always will be terrible. The only thing she gets street cred for is being one of like the first female comedians that like was in a scene that was like all dudes, and then she stood out. And then after that, it was like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I can uh, I can see that. Um, Definitely give her credit for carving a lane that isn't really there, but overall, nah, not not my cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, same here. I mean, that, that, was, that, that was like the whole deal, was she was like one of the first female stand-up comedians that was like, oh, she's actually, like, she's got an act, and she can hang with people, and yeah, she's okay. Like, she's not fucking Paula Poundstone, but... You know, it's really not that <laughs> big of a deal. Uh, Tank, what's your hot take, man? Uh, fuck farm-to-table restaurants. Uh, mm. That's my hot take. Mm. Those places suck. Fuck Dude, vegans. Dude, my wife, yeah, we went to one tonight. My wife was like, let's go to this place. I was like, okay, we get there. And, you know, like the waitress, not very friendly. Uh, there's some asshole that was wearing sunglasses the whole time, and it's 9 o'clock at night. Well, there's, like, in there. two middle-aged couples that are sitting beside each other. It's like, are you going to finger fuck like your 45-year-old wife at the table? <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> no, no, that doesn't happen at uh, uh, farm-to-table restaurants. That happens at baseball games. Dude, it happened in the Mets game. <laughs> I know. See that? Yes, that's why I brought it, it up. Second it popped time. up, and I thought... Is this the same video? Yeah. No, no, no. It's uh-huh. another video. Same yeah. exact situation. Yeah. Almost like they saw that video. Like, hey, yeah. we can get famous off this. Yeah, yeah. There's another one. New one yes, came there's out today. There's another one at a Mets game. No minor leagues this time. Well, it wasn't a minor league game before. It was just a spring training game. They were just warming. oh, I thought it was a minor league. Maybe game it's the before. same couple, and they were just warming up in spring training, oh, and they they took it to the show. Opening day for everybody, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Ba-doom. Man, white people are just out of control out there. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Y'all be wildin'. Nice. <laughs> uh, farm World to table car. restaurants. <laughs> farm to table restaurants do suck. Though, they are. Think. They're the worst. Uh, it's, it's oh. awful. Well, here's, here's the thing. It's like, okay, man, I get the fact that I'm getting upcharged a bit because, you know, like, you name the cow and you're friends with it and then you killed it. And, you know, it wasn't like in a factory somewhere. Like, I'll pay a little more for that. But when you skimp on the French fries, when it's like, oh, we're going to give you, like, two ounces of fries and still charge you, like, you know, 16 bucks for the burger and fries. It's like, come on, man. You can throw in an extra potato or two. This is some bullshit. Yeah, fucking potatoes are the shit. In fact, that they're skimping yeah. on potatoes is bullshit. It's totally bullshit. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> with a mouthful of potato. <laughs> uh, I feel like every time I hear of a farm-to-table restaurant, it's like that scene in uh, Grandma's Boy with uh, David Spade as the, um, as the waiter at the restaurant. Where he's like, it's Shiloh, and like he, he's trying to give him like shots yeah. of wheatgrass. That's what that's what farm to table restaurants remind me. Yes, of. that's. Accurate. I don't know if that's yeah. true. I've never been to one, but I've never been to one, but I won't be to one. I can tell you that. Yeah. Seriously, it's one of those things you're, that I'll just you're, actively you're not avoid. missing out. <laughs> yeah. Tank, thanks for the call, man. Hey, Appreciate hey, it, and thanks for the uh, potato. Hey, no problem. Enjoy that potato. You keep chowing on that thing. Okay, you're going to make it through. You're going to get to that delicious Jameson dessert that you've earned. <laughs> I love you, Tank. I'm going to have to start kobayashi in this here soon. <laughs> so full right now. All right, bud. Cheers, man. Oh, okay, he's gone. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, Scott, uh, what's your next hot take? Oh, um, what's your... Uh, you want me to go? Because you just... No, you no, no, okay. no. I actually... Well, I had one earlier. I thought it was um, public transportation... Doesn't, Hold it. Doesn't Hold it. suck. Hold it. Craft Root Sports, who's this? Scott sucks, Mike sucks, baseball sucks, Joe's awesome. That's a solid take. Uh, I can't argue with that take. Uh, yeah, that's Wait, a, hold that's on. Very good baseball take. doesn't suck. Uh, is, Fuck you, is, Vic. Is, <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of that was, that was true. <laughs> I, I can't deny the rest of it. <laughs> I'm glad Vic hung up when he did because you know he ended that with boom, roasted. And then yeah. just like, <laughs> He's dancing right now. <laughs> he, went, he went Michael Scott on us. Yeah. He's like, uh, you suck, you suck. Uh, boom, roasted. <laughs> and then he fucking jetted. Anyway, um, what I was saying was that uh, <laughs> uh, public transportation does not suck. But mm. it totally matters what city you live in for that shit. Yeah, public transportation in Cincinnati is not good, man. No, public transportation here sucks. Public transportation in cities that know what they're doing, awesome. In fact... I kind of wish I lived in a city where public transportation was good. I would love to never drive again. But public yeah. transportation as a whole gets this bad sure. rap, and I understand why. Because most cities, it's not done well. But in cities where it's done well, it's done damn good, and you like never have to have a car and all the problems that come with owning a car. Yeah, but you're trading in some problems for others. So, yeah, public transportation is fine because you don't have to pay for a car, but you also have to sit next to a dude who's jerking off into a McDonald's bag. Maybe. I've not <laughs> ever sat next to a dude who's been jerking off into a McDonald's bag. You haven't ridden the bus in Cincinnati or ridden the subway in New York. I said in the right cities, it's done right. No, she's done right then. If, uh, Chica- I mean, uh, Chicago, D.C. L train is disgusting. San Francisco. Dude. I, I've never been on it when it was bad. I'm like oh. every time I've been on it, I'm like, this is awesome. It's only certain lines that get really uh, okay. bad. Like the well, uh, in the time of day, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> the loop can get pretty rough at nighttime, just with how yeah. gross that is. But just in general, though, it's it's efficiency as far as getting you on a places like in city like Cincinnati. I feel like you're beholden. To- Buses showing up, maybe on time, maybe late. That in in those bigger cities, it, I mean, you, you may be sitting next to a dude jerking off, but it's gonna be on time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you will know it is. It is exactly five thirty four when that thing shows up, and the guy's jerking off. It's like, oh, I mean, you know, I'm here on hey, time. There's old five knuckle Charlie. Hey, he's right on time. Way to go, man! But you know, <laughs> it doesn't suck. It just matters the city. Uh, I mean, I would say I would I would amend that to say public transportation gets a bad rap because of all the people jerking off on it. <laughs> if it okay. weren't for the people jerking off on it, 
It would Again, be pretty good. I've never experienced anybody jerking off. That just off means you're sitting me. in their jizz. That's all that is. Could also be true. Did I sit in gum? Why is this seat sticking to me? Jesus. All right, here's a hot take for you. College football, MLB, MLS, NHL, NFL, PGA, NBA, college basketball, NASCAR, in that order. What? I didn't know where you were going with that. I thought you were just rambling off things. I don't even remember. That's my take. That's a hot take. I don't remember the order. College football. Okay. Wrong. MLB. Okay. MLS. Wrong. NHL. Wrong. NFL. PGA. NBA. College basketball. NASCAR. NBA is not that low. Oh, yeah, it is. There's no that way. low. No, no, that takes all. Hot up. take. <laughs> Wrong take. <laughs> There's no way that MLS is better than NBA. It None. is way. Yeah. Yep. 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 On what planet? On this one. Oh, okay, cool. This planet. That's that's a horrible take. Why is that's that a, a horrible garbage take? take? Why is that a horrible take? Because the NBA is underrated as is. And then oh, it's so put underrated. It it's so underrated. How many games you watch this year? Like five <laughs> combined. <laughs> I mean, if you put together all the pieces of the NBA games I've seen this year, five. But if you put together all the if you put together all the pieces of MLS games I've seen, zero. If you string together all the highlights that I watched on yeah. Sports Center, it's like five, five games. games worth. Bruh. I've seen a full Kings game this year. <laughs> the NBA is way low on the on the totem pole. Nah, bruh. I would I will, I'll say that most people disagree with me, considering the fact that the NBA is one of the most popular, the second most popular out of the, sport the four right major now. sports. Uh, is it? Did it beat? Yeah, yeah. It, mo- it moved up to two. Yeah. So it, based it, right numbers. now it's NFL, NBA, yeah. uh, MLB, MLB, and then soccer. Struggling to hold on to yeah. three. Yeah. Mm. But that's the current rankings. Yeah. Uh, well, nope. College football number one. Because that shit's I, fun well, as shit. Look, at, I, I don't have a team in college football, and it's well documented. I'm not a huge fan, but I mean, I watch it more than I watch pretty much any other sport, not baseball or NFL. So, <laughs> if we based it on my viewing habits, it'd be my third favorite sport, even though I claim not to like it. I watch it more than I watch any other sport, which is why besides it's, football, which is NFL. why it's, it's the best because that's a like it pulls in fans that don't have a team. Fans that are fans of a team will watch other games. Like, you're not... I feel like with MLB, it's very regionalized. We've talked about it before. You just watch your team. You're not sitting there... I don't even think it's regionalized. I think it's just... If you're over the... If you're like our uh, our age is about the last yeah. people that are really watching it. And you're not they, sitting there watching... people like us are a rare breed. Yeah, you're not sitting there watching uh, <clears throat> a three-hour game and then... Staying up for the ten o'clock game and watching the the three hour ten o'clock game. I did once upon a time. I don't. But you're not anymore, anymore which yeah. is why MLB is not. Yeah. But I still like but the sports. So that's why it's number two. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's the, but that's not a baseball's fault. It's partially life's fault. I mean, life just gets in the way of things. I can't afford. I mean, I watched a lot of baseball yesterday. I mean, I can afford to do that one day a year. It just. It's just a lot. It's a, it's a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's a, finding finding three hours to watch your own team, and then finding another three hours to invest in another game that you don't care about. It's a lot, man. I and love I love that. baseball, but it's just you, it's even on my team's off on. days, I'm like, nah, I'm gonna take a break from baseball today. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the course of 162 <laughs> games, you'll have that. 
Glad the, they started the season earlier. The real magic bat should be letting them use an aluminum bat. I am actually fully endorsed on that. That's a good take. That's a real good yeah, hot take. That's solid. I, I mean, I I love the ping. Can you get imagine giving uh, Mike Stanton an aluminum bat? Jesus, that ball would just it would kill somebody. Correct take. Fuck that guy though. Mm. Also accurate take. Yeah, uh, but I, I do I do like this idea. Magic bat giving him an aluminum bat. Cheryl what? said to blame it on the wife and kids will be the scapegoat. No, it's not even. It, th- that's not it. It's called just. Old, getting old and sleeping habits. I mean, I just yeah, staying. Like, I, I I I don't work. My my shift used to be three to eleven. So I mean, baseball starts on your average day, not opening day. All the games start at seven, and so you uh, watch a game till about ten or whatever. Go home, and then the West Coast games are either just getting started or just getting underway. You stay up for another couple hours, and then it's time to go to bed anyway. I mean, I used to just be up until about two in the morning, and that's when those games ended. So there's not much going on. Might as well be watching live baseball, right? Yeah. It just happened. Now that I work a, a shift that doesn't incorporate that, I mean, I'm in bed by 10 at the latest. So that means I might get to see the Braves finish the whole game. But usually I'm even a little bit ahead of them. And if they're not close, I'm certainly going to bow out. So, I mean, I don't know, it has nothing to do with wife and kids. It's just in general, life gets in the way, like change habits and all that. I mean, I, I guess if I was still on the other shift, maybe it would be slightly different, but maybe. I just can't do it. Maybe. <laughs> I, I'm not going to stay up till 2 to watch teams that I don't have a stake in anymore. Hey, you I'm want a hot take? Like, what's that? As a potato gets colder, it gets really disgusting. That's not hot take. That's a fact, bro. Especially when there's nothing that you could be like, well, at least there's sour cream. No. This is just gross. like cold, chewy, just mush Ugh. is all I'm eating right now. But update for everybody. Skins are gone. All right. You've actually almost taken that down, and we're just about to hit the hour mark here. That's kind of impressive. I thought it might take you more of the show to, to get through that. Though. My strategy was to really pound through it quick uh, because if I let it go too long, it was going to get to this point where the potato was cold and gross, and it was going to make it really harder. So I had to try to scarf as much as I could early on. Well, when you screwed up with going uh, eating around the skin, I thought, oh, you're just going to F this all up. So I'm surprised you had a, any sort of strategy after, hey, I'll eat the skin. Mm. I plan this out. This has been a long time thinking here and how to approach this potato eating. Um, also, by far the most racist punishment we've had. No. How many times did we go over this? The, the Irish is not a race. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. That's a good point. You're right. No, you're right. No. <laughs> we, I've had to tell you that before. Like, you'd be like, ah, oh, racism. No. I'm still going to say it. I, I know. I'm going to say it again. I'm still claim it, motherfucker. Should I wait on the shot or should I do the shot now because the potato is gone? Give yourself a Tank. minute. Give yourself uh, a I'm minute. glad Tank just popped back in to see the fact that I finished that potato an hour into the show. Woo! What am I doing with this plate? Got you gotta eat the plate. <laughs> That's gonna be a problem. Late, Thanks, late addition to the punishment. You gotta eat the plate. <laughs> oh, oh man, that is that feels really gross. I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. You know I do. But it then the I fans. remember why you were doing that. It's because you suck at football picks. God, you, you're awful. Pretty terrible. Pretty terrible at it. Thanks, chanting USA right now in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about uh, Chris Mack? The other thing. <sighs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I was so he left, huh? 
was trying to avoid that conversation we, just because I mean, we've gone so Xavier heavy, and I don't want it to get too Xavier that's heavy. That's fine. With this, but, but it is, it is a big story. It. it is a big story yeah. because Chris Mack, I will say this right now before we get into this conversation, Lou the dog was right. Lou the dog called that yeah. months ago. I mean, the season was still going on, and he was like, it's a done deal. Yeah, It's wow. a done deal. He's going to Louisville, and he was right. The only problem is, and I'm not saying that he, okay, credit to him, but at any given moment, Chris could have had a change of heart. It could have totally just been one of those, they're about to announce the deal, and he just got cold feet. I mean, nobody could have counted. Nobody could have accounted for that. I mean, it's easy to say now in hindsight, oh, yeah, well, it was a done deal and all that, but... I mean, there there was a part of me, even though I, I felt like it was more likely to happen as the days wore on than it wasn't, that I thought, man, it could get to those hours before and he'd just be like, you know what, I can't do it. And it would just have been a human thing. It wouldn't have been any type of, it would have had anything to do with any of the, it would have just totally been, oh my God, what am I doing? It could have been one of those well, last and, realizations. And, yeah, but, you know, I like, think that's, yeah. He that's, looked happy at the press conference, so, I mean, He didn't say anything, he didn't pull a Miller nope. and say anything crazy, so, I, I mean, I and I had, already, I had always said, if you're going somewhere for more money, I can't fault you for that, like, ah. go do your thing, but it it, it kind of stings for $4 million. like, because it didn't sting it so did much as Xavier offered him three. It's well, like, man, you went for seven extra million dollars, which is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. Well, but, it didn't, but that's why I say it didn't sting. It was just a little bit of a head scratcher because I kept hearing that the floor was five. And at five, you're like, all right, well, right. it's two million Xavier's not going to be able to get that. So for right. one million more, it was just, oh, really? Okay, well, that's it just was weird that the number ended up being that low. But, I mean, at the same time, I also said, gave us nine good years, all-time winning as coach, didn't say anything shitty. If yeah. if you want a new challenge and you feel like it gives you a better opportunity for whatever reason, I don't necessarily even think that he's like, oh, I it's it's a hundred percent thing that I could win a final four or you know go to the final four consistently here. It's just new challenge, something I wanted to do, pipe dream of mine. Who knew it happened? My whole and thing it's going is, back to his wife's hometown too. I think that weighed a little bit more than. I mean, that's that's think, a thing. Mm, but I think that weighed more than most people realize. That's fine. I mean, that's a thing. But they still weren't that far away. It's the same argument if as if he it, it, that's fair. him going is that his family is still only an hour and a half away. So I mean, the distance isn't great. So I mean, I'd understand if we were talking. Well, he was going back to California and you know his wife's family and all that other stuff. But I mean, the distance is whatever. Uh, my whole thing is I just kept thinking one day I'm driving home from work and this was the day before and I just thought, oh my God, you know how we got here? A hooker put one of these players' penises <laughs> in their <laughs> vagina and that reverberated. It's the butterfly effect. Some hookers, <laughs> uh, five seconds in a in an Italian restaurant, uh, a booth led to this. I mean, if all of those things, like you know, if a couple of hookers didn't happen, if uh, if Rick Pitino could keep it in his pants uh, and not cheat on his wife, Chris Mack is still coaching at Xavier because Rick Pitino would have never left, and all things would have still and then, like all of this happened because of that. Like, I, it's crazy to me to think that all it of is this stuff. Weird. Went, remember when never... all of those things were going on, and you're just like, ha ha, that sucks for Louisville, but you're not really thinking how it affects you, and it's like. All of those things while they're happening, dude, it's like it all directly led to but that. But does that, I mean, so let's say none of that comes out, but now there's this whole FBI thing. So maybe I, I think that that maybe. sinks Patino. It was like it was like everything was converging for Patino to leave right now, anyways. 
So it was no, going I know, to happen but no ju- matter what. I'm just saying, though, there's a possibility that he could still be there. Look at Miller. He's still there with his FBI thing That's going true. on. For the time being. We right. don't know that. Right. Like, but it, it was all of those things. that Then the FBI thing came, and then just like, all right, bro, you got to go. Yeah. Like, we've just dealt with too much. But those things led to that that led to this. And it's crazy to think that uh, a, a, a five-second quickie at an Italian restaurant and some, <laughs> some, some guys getting some strange that was paid for on campus. <laughs> and that, that was all going on. And meanwhile, Chris Mack was that much closer to going to Louisville. What, I, it blows your mind to think that that's what happened. You know, I never really thought about that's that. That's what I'm saying. I'm driving never, home from work. You never and think just about like, that with wow. any of these coaching moves. No. I'm like, oh, man, that, that's, that's what led that's, to this. Yeah. <laughs> man, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Makes it seem... Surreal and kind of laughable. You're just like, ha! So, I mean, right. that's what, what are you gonna Chris Mack... Yeah, what like, gonna Chris Mack is the head coach now because of sex. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Not missionary, mind you, because that position <laughs> sucks, Tyson. <laughs> Boom! Joe, hit us with the hot take. Good talk. Baseball is dumb. That's not even a, that's not even a good hot take. That wasn't even a... It wasn't even a take. Like it was moving on. Yeah, thank you. Okay, Scott, can anyway. you save this and, and give us a hot take? I didn't have anything else loaded in the chamber. All right, here you go. Uh, <laughs> here's a hot take for you. Wrigley Field is a shitty stadium. Never been. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> uh, no. Yes. Disagree. It is a shitty stadium. Mm, okay. What is redeeming about it. Wrigley Field besides the fact that it's like one of the original stadiums, and it's like a destination place that every baseball fan wants to see a game in. What makes it a good stadium? So other than the exact reasons you just mentioned, yeah, I mean, nothing. That's kind of why a lot of stadiums are shitty, though, aren't it's they? Like a, because it's not a place a that you really It's a run-down garbage. It, like, compared to newer stadiums, Wrigley Field sucks. I you, have to, you have to piss in a trough. I mean, whatever, though. That's awful. Any stadium that still has trough pissing going on, Shitty stadium. Don't, that includes don't stadiums still have that includes Notre Dame missing? Stadium. No, no, new stadiums have urinals like normal human beings. Eh, not not the the trough that you got to whip your dick out next to a nine year old and feel like a pedophile. <laughs> Tyson updated said it was a joke, guys. Everyone knows it's a tie between woman astride and reverse cowgirl. <laughs> 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 All about that reverse cowgirl life, though. But anyway, uh, <laughs> no. Cubs Stadium. I know Scott Cheryl way too much Cub, right now. Cubs Stadium is. I I enjoy Wrigley Field. I think it's garbage. But it's I I am also a baseball dude. I'm so, a I baseball mean, appears, dude too. I mean, but I think it's it's something that appeals to me on a different level. It's like. That is baseball. Like part of Here's, part of baseball is that old shitty feeling. It, I, I like. Oh, oh. So part of baseball is the fact that it's just old, decrepit, and fucking ancient. And it's like, yeah, this is why it's great. We have talked on the show so much about how baseball is so stuck. I in know its old bullshit ways. And, I know. And here, but there's still something here you are no, hanging no. on to old bullshit stuff like Wrigley because Field. there's still some things that yes that's what makes it's what gives baseball it's what makes baseball baseball you know what else makes baseball great the Reds start an opening day and this is <laughs> bullshit that they're not no <laughs> I'm not, but I'm not advocating if you told me tomorrow that they were gonna tear down 
Wrigley, I wouldn't be standing out in front of the bulldozer to try to like <laughs> stop it. I mean, it'd be like, oh, well, I mean, that sucks, but okay, you know, they need to update their stadium, fine. But what I, I'm saying is, in general, it's cool. I mean, it, it's part of what makes baseball baseball. It's, it's something it's an old school. It's something in fact, you I was more upset to. that they bothered renovating it. For me, with Wrigley, either tear it down and build something new or just build a new stadium or don't do anything to at all. I mean, you could make like cosmetic uh, renovations and update some certain things, but them adding the scoreboard and changing things and adding more seats and all that, that to me was a bigger sham than anything else. I would just assume you tear down the whole thing and build something modern than try to update this old stadium. Like that's yeah. what gave it character. Because it's a shitty stadium. It, you can't just update. You can't throw a coat well, of paint was, on shit. I was just going to say, I was like, this was putting lipstick on a pig. Yeah. Which it, don't bother. Hey, guess what? We got billboard or we got a, we got scoreboards now. That's cool, right? Let and it be it, a pig. Well, you know why they had that scoreboard, right? Because nobody actually watches the game anymore because it's so boring. They have to do other things during the game. So the scoreboard helps people like. You know, follow the game along. Wrigley was fun when I went to the rooftops. Like that was a fun experience. Awesome, that was Love cool. The rooftops, that was cool. But that's but a being, thing that you can't get at every stadium being, because of the way the right. stadium but, is. But you can still construct a stadium that isn't a decrepit piece of shit, and well, like make a new Wrigley I mean, with not, rooftops. Still at one point, it was. I agree. Decrepit. I agree, and that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's right now, sitting here, 2018. Wrigley Field is a piece of shit. There are seats in that stadium where you can't see because <gasps> it's blocked by a fucking Jordan, Jordan coming in with the real hot take. Hi, Daddy. Oh, that's a good take. <laughs> good take, Jordan. Good oh, take. Speaking of which, should I tell uh, you my wait, Jordan story? Yeah, hang on. Vic says uh, get some roundup on those ducking walls. Autocorrect hit him uh, with the ducking. Um, he's talking about the ivy in, in Wrigley. Uh, get some uh, roundup on those uh, ducking walls. The ducking walls. I wow, just, Tyson, to... Tyson agrees. Wrigley is a top. All right, I'm in the minority here. Again. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Beat you to it. All right, what's this Jordan story? So, my child, I, I, I'm, you know how I am about children, even, especially when I own. Yeah. I don't talk, like them. I, no, I love them, but I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to let them run my, my shit. Like, I'm, I'm the parent. I'm the adult. Like, you're not going to talk back to me. And when if you do, I'm going to say something. So, frequently, he's in his... I don't want a phase. Ooh, and he yeah. just, you know, doesn't matter what you tell him, what you say. I mean, it could be something he really loves to do. Hey, we're going to watch Star Wars. I don't want to watch Star Wars, but you love Star Wars. Okay, we don't have to watch it. No, I want to. <laughs> anyway, every morning he has, he's, he's, he's in a Lucky Charms phase, too, because that's what kids do. They go through these phases of having food, and that's all they want to eat. So every morning it's Lucky Charms. But every morning we go through the battle of him picking out the marshmallows and eating it, then just leaving the cereal, <laughs> and I'm leaving like, the skins. Yeah, he exactly. Eats the potatoes, yes. leave the skins. And yeah. I'm like, dude, you know, eat the cereal. And sometimes, no problem, he'll do it. And Dad, look, I eat all the cereal. All right, big boy, good stuff. Other times, you want Daddy to help, or no, Mommy will do it. Okay, fine, whatever. Some way, somehow, he'll get the cereal. Other times, I just give in and dump it back in the box because a lot of times he doesn't want milk on it, so he just eats it dry. Well, this morning. He picks all the marshmallows out, and then he asked me for milk. He specifically said, I, you know, I want milk for it. I'm like, okay, fine. Pour milk on it. Go over to do the dishes. Two seconds later, I'm done. Mm, I didn't get mad. I was just like, hey, no, we got to be a big boy. Got to finish our cereal. Now, I also have this habit of whenever he tells me, you know, I don't want to or I'm not going to or something like that, I say, too bad. <laughs> like, that's just my comeback. I just, not, not angrily, not like, I just straight up just, 
too bad. How does that go over for you? I mean, fine, because, I mean, it's just one of those things. I just right. respond. He, it, we're both at a stalemate. He's, I'm not gonna. Eh, too bad. And then we just, that's that's how it just is. Just stare at each other until More one or less. of you blinks. You're not getting out of that seat until you finish. <laughs> too bad. <laughs> so this morning, I'm. Uh, he says, I don't want to, fin- you know, I'm done. Well, uh, can't do that. I didn't even say too bad. I just, well, I went back to walking di- washing the dishes. Kept his eyes on me the whole time, and he has a smirk on his face. He says, Say too bad. And I looked at him and I'm like, what? He said, said it again. Say too bad. With a smile on his face. I was like, no. I, I don't want to say it. I just, and I said, I was like, hold on a second. I'll be right back. I went upstairs and told Cheryl. I was like, our son just mocked me. Like, she's like, and her first response was, Oh, did she tell you, he, did he say you had a little penis? Like, <laughs> no, but good to know where, you're, where your head is at. Everybody's Thanks. stunting on Scott. Yeah, just, just getting stunting on to start the day. Should have just went back. At that moment, I should have known. Just go back to bed, hit the reset button. Today's fucked. <laughs> I'm like, no. He looked me dead in the eye and said, say too bad. She's like, ah, yeah. Reminder that uh, last last night in the car, he, he told me the same thing. Said, "Oh yeah, say too bad." It's like, hmm, got that from your father, didn't you? Well, can't wait to tell him. I, I felt naked. Yeah, my what son. Do, what do you do? And I, I mean, I did nothing. The son, he threw down the trump card. Yeah, and I had nothing you, to play. I folded. I was like, well, yeah. He hold. pushed. He pushed the chips all in, and you went too rich for my blood. I'm I, I'm done. I I, I got out. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I, I thought I had a winning hand, but I, I didn't. I didn't even get to play it. It was just, nope. <laughs> Pocket aces. <laughs> Bitch. Oh, Say too shit. bad. I know exactly what you're going to do, Dad. Say too I got bad. your script. <laughs> it's right here. What else you got? Say too bad, bitch. That's what I was going to say. The only thing that would have made <laughs> it better is if he ended with bitch. I, I didn't know what to do. I, son totally schooled me, and that, that that's that. I mean, Two and it, a half years old. So... Done. From an outsider hearing the story, yeah, that's bad. But it also seems like this has now just become a game in his mind of like, hey, I do this, and then you say too bad, and it's fun. Right. But now, but I'm I'm sitting there thinking, how did he learn so so? How does he know? Like, do I say it that much? Or does did, 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 did is he getting pissed every time I say too bad that he's like, one of these days? <laughs> and today he was like, oh. Say too bad, motherfucker. <laughs> Say it. I dare you. Say too bad. Because I know you want to. And I just didn't. It wasn't even on my mind. For whatever reason, in that moment, I just, I was like, eh, I'm just going back to doing the dishes. Just, eh, okay, well, you don't want to eat. That's cool. Whatever. And you Say too bad. It's going to be awesome when you say something and you're like, I don't want to do that. And from like the back seat, you just hear, too bad. That's when he's really going to get you. Because that's... That's the ultimate F you. When he turns it around and uses it against you is when you're really in trouble. This was step one of his plan. All I know is that I, I felt in that moment, I felt like I was naked in front of the world. Mm-hmm. It was just like, boom. Like you he, lost, man. He just pulled my clothes <laughs> off. It's like, what you got, bruh? <laughs> Nothing. That's what I thought. Oh, man. Jordan, good hot take. Yeah, so, I got, <laughs> so I got stunted on by my son this morning. It's a good day. Oh, man. Guys, remind you, you can call in and give us your hot takes. 440-37-DRUNK. Hit us up. Um, what do you think of opening day, man? Oh, I loved opening day. Opening day was great. An opening day, 
there's really a bad opening day for me because no matter what happens, even on days when uh, Braves lose, which they ended up winning on a walk-off, their first walk-off home run of the season, so woo, got that on their belt. Um, it, they, they won, and so it was a good day, but it, I, I don't know. I mean, it just I love baseball so much that there was a lot of things that happened yesterday that were exciting and nothing, nothing can really bring opening day down for me. I don't know if it was just because I was paying attention more to other games because the Reds weren't playing yesterday uh, or what, but it felt like yesterday's opening day was one of the more exciting opening days we've seen in a long time. You had Ian Happ leading off the year with a home run on the first pitch of the season. That's what you heard at the beginning of the show. The drop of the show was uh, actually from the Dan Lebitard show where uh, Guillermo was uh, giving them play-by-play updates. And the first pitch was a home run to Ian, uh, Ian Happ in Marlin stadium. Just the giantest middle finger to Derek Jeter I've ever seen in my life. Uh, best way to start off the season with a big old F you to Jeter. Uh, but then it, it, like there were walk-offs, you had teams coming back. Uh, just overall, it was one of the more exciting opening days that I had seen. I will say that it was a <laughs> it was a microcosm of what a season can be all in one day. It's rare that you see that on opening day. Yeah, in fact, I'm s- kind of surprised that we didn't see you know a no hitter or something crazy like that because all That's of the things the, that it did felt happen, like, yeah, it felt yeah, like, like it could have been. It could have been the day. I mean, you even had. Kershaw, who had a zero ERA through all his spring training starts, came out. He only gave up one run, but it was a home run to Joe Panic of all people. <laughs> and his response was just priceless. Like, he couldn't believe that he'd given up the home run, and the Dodgers lost one nothing. And that's baseball. Didn't that's give up a run weird. all that's spring training. That's such a kick to the dick. Didn't give a run all spring training, gave up a solo home run, and they lost one nothing. <laughs> that is such a kick to the dick. So, yeah, I mean, that... I, but that's what makes baseball great. It's so unpredictable, and so many random things like that can happen. I mean, you even had that douchebag in New York hitting two home runs. I was wondering if you were going to bring it up. I was wondering if you were going to talk about Mike Stanton and his two homers. Uh, we talked about it a little bit before the show. It's legit scary, though, right? Like, you have to, as a, even as a Yankee hater, you have to realize how scary that lineup is now, especially after seeing Stanton belt two home runs uh, one of which was his first at bat as a Yankee. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just be waiting. Agree. For that. I'll just be waiting for that moment when they lose and it really matters because they're going to win a whole bunch of games. They're going to win a ton of games this yeah, year. It's not a game. They're going to win so many games as long as they just don't win the last game of the season. That's all that matters. Okay. That's all that matters. Okay. I mean. I, it, However many games they win, even if it's all the way until the seventh game of the World Series, as long as they don't win the last game baseball game of the season, I'm okay. That's fair. All right. <laughs> uh, do you think, uh, I mean, the, the Yankees fans would still be pretty insufferable if they get to game seven of the World Let's Series? Let's be honest, though. They're insufferable. More they're insufferable. So. But they're insufferable on a regular day. So I don't really think Okay, uh, quick hot takes. Most insufferable fan base in all of sports. Joe. Oh man, um, Steelers fans. Steelers fans, good pick. Yankees in Dallas, tied for number one. Mm, I was going to go Dallas. I will change my answer to the St. Louis Cardinals fans. Mm. Most insufferable. Uh, although you also have, since we're right here in this area, any UK Big Blue Nation, mm. Big Blue Nation, Big Blue Nation people? Get them, Cheryl. Get them, Cheryl. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I, I will say I that gonna say they've it. gotten less obnoxious. Not. 
not just because I'm married to one, but they they've gotten less obnoxious. I feel like <laughs> in the last few years, but I just I seriously even in their off years, Yankees and Cowboys fans the worst. Can I say Xavier fans? Uh, because all of this Chris Mack thing, if uh, I I was in a uh, group on Facebook that I had to leave the group because of how annoying Xavier fans were being with uh, all the talk about Chris Mack leaving. It was one of the worst things I've ever experienced is these people bitching and complaining about a coach going and making money for him and his family. Well, I also say that I was very disappointed in Xavier fans this week because we, we talked about it last week that they were tweeting at him and thinking they made some sort of difference with that. Billboards, baby. Oh, and and then all that, and but then the moment that Chris Mack took that job, they went from we we love you or we love you forever and all that Screw fun stuff. You. To, yeah, you to you're dirty. the worst and all that. So um, Xavier fans are up there. Is one of the worst. Yeah, uh, fan they were bases they, this they week. were pretty embarrassing this week. I wasn't very happy with Xavier Nation. Cardinals so. fans are uh, they're pretty shitty. Uh, here's a here's a hot take for you, Scott. The closer is the most overrated position in baseball. That's not a hot take. That's fact. <laughs> it's true. Like, it's been, why are these it's guys actually making been for like, millions? It's actually been that way for probably about 10 years at least. Uh, Tank said that was a lot of awful fan bases. It was. I think what, we, uh, what we're coming to realize is just that all fan bases are pretty much the worst. Like, if you're ingrained, if you're stuck near any fan base, that fan base is the worst. No, it's funny uh-huh. because you. It, it all depends on your perspective. If you I mean, don't like the team and you're surrounded right. by that team's fans, yeah, but I don't that think you're surrounded by Cardinals fans. And I'm no, like, but you see them all the time because they're uh, a rival yeah, for the I, Reds. That's the funny part. I don't think I. I not having anything to do with the Steelers or the Cardinals. I don't find their fans all that obnoxious. They. They're fine. To oh, me. no. They're the fucking assholes that are like, we do things the Cardinal way. Blah, blah. We're the best fans in baseball. I mean, but I. I Missionary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't necessarily find them that annoying, though. They're I mean, super annoying. Do you, I mean, do you follow, like, do you. Do you read anything that they? Oh no, out I, there? I, 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 they're the worst. Or do I you mean, just, there's a whole do Twitter. Don't exist. There's be, a whole Twitter world. account that's like dedicated to retweeting horrible Cardinals fans. Yeah, they're they're uh, off tweets. And I mean, but and that's funny. But just in general, I mean, Cardinals fans don't bother me because I don't interact with all of, uh, many of them. I mean, the, and the fans in the stadium when you watch games on TV, they do seem like they're very knowledgeable, and they and they're also douchebags. They're like rally squirrel. <laughs> They're the fucking worst. I sure. <laughs> I mean, I just this the the Cardinals will be their fans will be ranked so low for me. But again, I get it. I am not in my the Braves aren't in direct See, competition with Cardinals because, fans like, like ever. And same things with, with the 49ers and the Steelers. Like to me, Steeler fans are pretty good fans. I mean, I don't really bother me. See, it's it all comes down to and and as somebody who's not big into the NFL. Cowboys fans, I know, have a reputation. Oh, man. Cowboys fans are the fucking worst. I don't see them. Oh I, don't, I don't think they so. Suck. There are. I mean, they're annoying, uh, but it's like, come on, man, get over it. Tony Romo oh, is gone. They suck. <laughs> they were. They, they're D- Dakota and Zeke. I get it. You've got good Ohio players. State fans too. God, they suck. <laughs> they're all the same breed. The Lakers fan. They, they all. <laughs> they all mouth breathe the same air. 
How did we get to this over the closer is the most overrated position? Of <laughs> I baseball. don't know. That was the take. That take that's just what went it right morphed off. into. It morphed into worst fan base. What the fuck just happened on this show? How did we? How did we get here, guys? Well, more hot two penises, one in a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same vagina. Two penises, two different vaginas. <laughs> 33 th- years later, here we are. Moving on. Just don't even finish. <laughs> right, We're just right. going to keep on going all here. All right, cool. I haven't drank in three weeks, bro. So Mike is about to do his uh, shot and a half-ish of I don't know for I'm you there, Ted. I don't know yeah. if I'm ready. It, uh, my stomach is so full right now that I feel like... Drink, 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 drink. Oh, that's a, lot of, that's a lot of reactions on the Facebook Live video. I guess I should... <sighs> all right, well, uh, cheers, Tank. Uh, congrats on beating me. It's good stuff. I mean, I was just going to say, it's not like it goes down smooth or horribly. It's just that the after It's effects. just that I chugged a Guinness and then yeah, ate yeah, a potato. Yeah. I was just going to yeah. say, it's just... Anytime you chug a Guinness by. and then eat a potato, any additional liquid that goes into your stomach anytime is Anytime you have the chance to do both, you definitely should. What was his yeah. name for this? The Irish Blessing? Uh, the Irish, Irish Breakfast, I think, right? Yeah. Was it the so. Irish Breakfast? Something like that. Irish. No, Irish Blessing was the beer we had. Uh, this was the Irish Breakfast, I believe. Tank, chime in with whatever you named this punishment. But uh, it was a good one. I chugged a Guinness, ate an entire potato, skin and all, and then did as much Jameson as I had left in the house. We need nine more shares to get to 20 so you can do another shot. Oh, thanks, thanks, Scott. I'm right, just trying to encourage people. Yeah, uh, share the show. Uh, and, and All right, here's, here's a fun game that you can play. Share the show. Make me do another shot and then go to the Cincinnati Zoo tomorrow morning and find me hungover with my son in front of the gorilla exhibit. Oh, you're going to the zoo tomorrow? I think we might now. Oh, okay. I think we're going to do that. I know it's you said you weren't going Sunday. Yeah, because it's cold on Sunday now, so it's going to be, uh, it's gonna be warmer. Mother Here's a hot take for you. Mother Nature sucks dick. Here's a hot take. Kendi, the rhino, better than Fiona the hippo. Here's a hot, hot take. take. Everybody's better than Fiona. <laughs> Fiona sucks. How's that for a hot take? I think somebody gave that hot take in the group earlier this week. Oh, well, whatever. Fiona sucks. <laughs> giving it again. She was never good to begin with. Take that. Hippo. Do you have any more hot takes or are you just, you've got nothing left? Nah, bro. Nothing in there. I, I told you, every time something popped up in the uh, in the group, I thought, damn, that's a that's a good one, but I just never thought of it. I don't, I don't really think anything... <laughs> And I'm not trying to sound any certain way, but I'm sitting there thinking, is there anything that I really think that's that controversial or that outside of the norm? I'm sure there's something maybe that, I, but nothing that I'm really like, ah, uh, it's like that Coke versus Pepsi thing. Like, I mean, I prefer Coke, but if you hand me a Pepsi, I'm like, oh, get this the fuck out of here. It's not like that. Hey, you're sounding a lot like Mike Burlon right now. I know. Like just on the fence. Really fence sitting everything <laughs> here. We have done a complete 180 from last week where I was the fence sitter, and now you're just like, yeah, I mean, I see both sides of the <laughs> issue. Here's a hot take. Um, Alex said, talking about the zoo, total dad zone. Factual. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Tank said they're charging $2,500 a head for private tours with Fiona. Yeah, I found that out this week. Holy Behind the scene tours cost $2,500. And I guess you can take like two or three other people with you, maximum so or something. $2,500 for three people. Yeah. Or three other people, so four people total? I think, yeah, you can take four You're people. You're still spending like, like... Or three people with you, but either way, 
That's a lot of money to man. get that privilege. Is twenty five hundred bucks up front to look at a hippo because you're not gonna be able to touch it. No, yeah, because hippos mean, will see, rip like, off your behind arm. Behind the scenes tour of that. That's crazy. Joe, Joe was like upset that we got a phone call there. He was like, "What the hell is coming here? What is going on?" Crap Sports. Sports. Who this? Be? Hey, it's Tank. What's up? Hey, Tank. Hey, hey, for you, man. Hey, hey. I, I never gone through the whole hot take thing. A um, couple things. Uh, back earlier about Wrigley. Yeah, old stadiums suck, and they're awful, and they're terrible, and everything about them is garbage. They're great to watch on TV, but they fucking suck to go to. In your face, Scott. All right, thank you, Tank. Appreciate that one. Uh, hot take. Um, they should get rid of the Pete Rose statue in front of a great American. Ooh, that's a good take. That's a solid that's take. That's a real good take. I agree with that shit. Yeah, because he raped a 16-year-old, right? Yeah. And nobody yeah, acknowledges yeah. this. Yep. Yeah. Not good. He's also banned from baseball. I mean, whatever. Yeah. That's fine. But, you know. I'm just saying, I mean, while you're adding, yeah, I'm just like adding okay. on reasons to not have a statue I'm of like, a guy. Okay, like, okay, yeah, I bet He's on baseball from ba- and I'm banned for life. Yeah, but you also fucked a 16-year-old when you were 35 and married. I'm just adding on to reasons why he shouldn't have a statue. You don't need to add I'm on. Saying, like, you just say, no, rape, that's on. a good enough yeah. reason to not have it. Rape. But yeah, you're also banned <laughs> from the sport. So having a statue right. of a guy right. who's banned from a sport and raped? But but double, you don't even have to awful. get to level two. It's just uh, shut up. raped a 16-year-old. I said... That you start with that, and then you just pile on, man. I'm not arguing that. Well, you start with the fact that he's banned from baseball. That's, I mean, because raping somebody, I mean, that's whatever. But you're banned from baseball, it so you shouldn't have a time. It was a different time. I'm just kidding. That's not my real stance. I'm just being that guy. Yeah, okay. Tank, any other hot takes? Because that was a good one. I like that one. I, I just kind of, that one just kind of popped in there, and I had to get it out there because, uh, yeah, man, it's just embarrassing and awkward. Like, yeah. let's come on. Yeah. And Pete Rose is that guy who gets kicked out of a bar like once a year. And then like his buddies, like talk the the bar owner, to, like let the guy back. And they're like, oh, no, he's changed. He's cool now. And then he gets drunk and whips it out and pisses on the bar and starts a fist fight. And it's like, yeah, you're out again. <laughs> Alex wants to know how much an African safari is. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Not Less good. than 25. Uh, All right. Yeah. Tank, great hey, take, man. Good job on just keeping it real and chugging Guinness, eating a whole potato, <laughs> and then doing shots of game. Hey, uh, tip of the cap to you, man, on picking better than me. It was um, a solid, you, solid punishment. And, and this was probably my favorite punishment so far, not because I it was the easiest punishment, but because it was, it was super creative and uh, was really disgusting. Hey man, top of the morning to you. You did your people proud. Hey, what what was the name that you called this? The Irish what? Oh, Irish breakfast. Yeah, it was the Irish breakfast. All right, cool. Thought so. Tank, yeah, cheers, man. All right, cool guys. Uh, I'm gonna hang out and keep listening. Have a good time. All right, Later. see you, buddy. Peace, buddy. <laughs> oh, I got a hot take for you. All right, hot take from Scotty K. Gold Star is better than Skyline. Mm. All right, so I. I disagree, but I do think Gold Star has redeeming qualities over Skyline. Gold Star's fries, way better than Skyline fries. Because mm-hmm. they're crinkle cut. Crinkle cut fries are so much better than what you get at Skyline. True. Although you're not going to either place for the fries, but there's that. No, right, right, right. That's uh, not why I'm saying that they're better. From the Coney side, they're pretty the, similar to the me. The Coney's are almost identical. I couldn't tell you the difference between the Coney. And it I all don't comes eat, down to the chili. I don't eat, but that's what I'm saying. The Coney, when you put the chili on the Coney, 
it tastes the same to me. Like oh. I, I, it's a toss up. So then, that, what are, wait, what are you basing it on then? Uh, I am basing it on that I like the three ways at Skyline more than I like the three ways at Cold Star. And okay, but what are you basing that on? I don't know. Ju- I just like them better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Hot take. It's your saying, hot take. I'm just saying my no, point bitch, of view. I'm I saying just, the chili. That, I mean, that's what you. The chili tastes the same. Di- no, it doesn't taste the same. Oh. It really doesn't. It does mm-hmm. not taste the same. It's been a while since I've had Gold Star. I'll throw that out. Uh, there too. Gold Star is less sweet. Gold here. Here is the thing. So, so Gold Star. Talk about, Gold Star is the Coke and. Uh, Skyline is the Pepsi, is what you're saying right That's now. That's fair, I guess. But even if you ask people here, they would say it was the other way around. Team Pepsi. Yeah. But <laughs> what I'm saying <laughs> what I'm saying is Gold Star Chili tastes more like a, a traditional hot dog sauce, because both of them are just hot dog sauces. Yeah, let's stop. Let's they're, stop they're not chili. actually chili. But I, it's like Skyline has that sweetness to it. That I it, and that I'm not I'm not saying I don't like. I'm just saying that I feel like Gold Star gets the shaft and everybody thinks it's just this B-list thing, and I think it tastes better. That's all. All right. I mean, that's your hot take. It's an unpopular take I don't think it's as un, I don't think it's as unpopular as you think. I, I think I, it's I, just I feel like it's this it area of town. This area of town, because uh, I feel like Gold Star gets a better rap on the west side, whereas Skyline gets a better tank rap on the east Gold side. Tank says Gold Star, hands down. Tank mm-hmm. knows what's up. <laughs> tank does know what's up. He's, he's nailing them all tonight. <laughs> I mean, he's wrong about the stadiums, but I mean, other than that, he's nailing them. <laughs> Dude, I'm including Notre Dame Stadium in this idea of like old shitty stadiums suck because Notre Dame Stadium's ancient too, and I don't think it's a fun place to watch a game. Okay, can we meet somewhere in the middle and say old shitty stadiums might suck, but newer fancy stadiums aren't necessarily better? No, I'm not saying they're necessarily okay. better. Right. I'm okay. just saying, gotcha. Right. Old shitty stadium suck. Well, I mean, all right. Wrigley, then that's, then that's fine. Wrigley is a shithole. Yeah. Okay. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like, and anybody who would say, well, you know, these newer stadiums are just so much better, and I'm like, it eh, depends on what you mean, because I don't think Great American Ballpark's better than Wrigley. I wouldn't say it's better than Wrigley. I would say it's more comfortable than Wrigley, and it's, it's. Uh, I think Great American is more family friendly than Wrigley is. Great American, you can go up. To that that one like overlook spot, and like your kids can just fucking run around and play and shit. They also have a they got Alex said to get a, a retweet from Mike Bibby tonight. That's like a big deal. That is a big what did you deal. get retweeted from? Call was in, it your stance about uh, about FX? Because I'm kind of mad because I told you how hot it was to go watch it, and you you getting all the props. I mean, <laughs> I didn't tweet about it like you did, but anyway. Uh yeah, call in and tell that story, Alex. I want to hear that story. How you get Hold it. on, Alex said that hot take AstroTurf was better than grass. Don't call because that's indefensible. AstroTurf sucks. People, mm. it's it's green cement. There's nothing about AstroTurf. Are we that's talking? Better. We're talking like the old school AstroTurf, not field turf. Yeah, he he specifically says AstroTurf. He's saying AstroTurf carpet. was awful. He's saying carpet is better than awful. Real. Yeah, AstroTurf is is not good. Field awful. like sprint turf. The new stuff with like the rubber pellets and shit that flies up, better than grass. No. Yes. It's all about grass, baby. No. Why? Why? Because it's real. Fuck that shit. Well, wait. Hang on. Are we talking... You're talking from the baseball side? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> fine. fine. I'm oh, talking no, for football. football. Oh, for football. I'm talking that, football. That fake turf is good all day. Yeah. Because yeah, 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 I've yeah. seen stadiums no. where it's just a mud pit. 49ers. Four games into the year. For the first just two like, years that the stadium Christ. couldn't get the sod to stick. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't get the sod to stick in a brand the new stadium. To st- the sod to stick. Yeah. Hot take. Fuck yourself. Oh, oh. <laughs> 
How about that for a hot take? Minute or an hour thirty-seven in. That's where we're at. Before you hit me with it, oh, I was saving. He one. meant Bibby the Barber, not Mike Bibby. I just assumed he meant Mike Bibby. Like I care. Yeah. I saw the the tweet from Bibby the Barber, but <laughs> we're at fifteen shares. <laughs> I like that Tyson got really excited, and then Joe hit him with, uh, "Yeah, we need 20. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Um, uh, you wanna? What's that, Joe? Also, oh. I think Alex was trolling us because he said you're actually discussing this. Damn it. We took the bait. Yeah. We but totally I mean, did. that's the thing tonight. That's the theme. Hot takes. It's so, hot takes, I mean, Alex. It's all Even the, if you're giving fake hot yeah. takes, I guess we're doing it. Give us a fake hot take. I'm cool with fake hot takes. I'm cool on delving into these fake hot takes, too. Because then we can, serious. We can, yeah, we'll take your fake hot take extremely seriously and uh, dissect whether or not it is the right or wrong fake hot take. Uh, so call in 440-37-DRUNK. Tell your friends to call in. We don't give a shit. Here's a hot take for you, Scott. This was the one that I thought was going to get the uh, the hot take. Fuck you. The Atlanta Braves chop is the worst chant in all of sports. All of sports? All of sports. That stupid fucking chop. Worst chant in all of sports. That's a that's an awful take. Not because hot it's take. It's not an awful take. It's a hot take. I said it's an awful take. It's not, not necessarily it's because take. you 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 could be wrong, but that it, you're you're living in a world where oh 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 you see exist as a chant. I mean that's awful. You know what that is? Unique lazy? to UC. Lazy? Unique to UC. Oh, are you saying because the Braves yeah, fucking may or not copycat a, motherfuckers? I mean, <laughs> that goes on all over sports. So I mean, And I, that's why it's the worst. Because one, uh, it's super annoying. Two, it's also associated with Florida State. Two strikes against you right there, man. Again, I mean worse to say that it, I mean if you want to say if you want to say it's lazy, that's fine. But the <laughs> to wor- the worst? Not only that. Kind of, uh, There's some bad kind of offensive. Maybe kind yeah. of offensive too. Let's true. throw that out there. That's also true. so. There's there's no other chants that are super offensive like that. You don't hear the Indians fans fucking smacking their hand against their mouth like. Uh, Ooh, hot take from Alex. Chris Mack won't finish the seven year deal at Louisville. Ooh, I think that's a pretty that's that's a scorching hot take, and I I agree. <laughs> I I think um, I don't think he'll finish his seven years in a pleasant way. I think <laughs> he might finish seven years, but I but I did chuckle a bit because he said at that press conference the only thing he said that made me laugh was, "Well, this will be my last job." Chris, you don't get to dictate that. No, he's saying that. No, no, no. I know he said he meant it as in I won't pursue another job. But he, what he said was, "This will be my last job," and my thought was, "You don't get to decide that." No, he does get to decide that. No, no, no. If his players don't play well or he doesn't recruit recruit well, they will run his ass out of there. No. It won't, and it won't be because yeah. he wanted to. No, 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 no. I understand that. He's saying, this is my last job. Fire me after a year. I'm fucking done coaching. I made my money. I'm out. Oh, bullshit. That's, he, what, that's what he's saying there. He wouldn't. Uh, no. First of all, he's not going to get run out of after a year. I read that, uh, and I don't know how true it is, but I heard that he has a clause in his contract that if there's any... Uh, postseason bans that come in, they add on years to his contract. So basically, That's if fine. if Louisville's banned for four years from the postseason, he gets an additional four years added onto his contract. It, I, I'm and Alex is point being the same thing. I don't think it has anything to do with it. I just don't know that he's necessarily going to succeed up point to their being, ex- expectations, and he could get run. But out. the point being, he is he's golden at that job because 
any sanctions that come down, mm-hmm. anything. He could just be like, I'm handcuffed. I can't get all the recruits I need to. I'm handcuffed. I can't, I can't promise somebody a national championship. How are you going to get these kids to come here? Sorry, man. I'm doing what I can, and uh, he's going to at least get the seven years. But I just don't think that it will be his last job. That's all. I do. I think he's done afterwards. What are you going to do afterwards? I mean, I mean if you're say, saying he's going to retire, say yeah. I'm saying I don't think that it will be his last job because it's going to end prematurely to when he wants to end his coaching career and he'll coach somewhere How else. old is he? I mean, he's not that old. He's like mid-40s. So mid-40s, he's about to make $4 million a year just in base salary. These motherfuckers coach till they're No, I understand like, that. I understand that. But what I'm saying is, this dude's about to make $4 million a year base salary. Right, exactly. For Alex says, if he can't beat the Wildcats there, he's out. I mean, they, their, their expectations are sky high, ban or no ban. And it, if they're not hanging banners and doing all that other stuff, I'm just saying. I, just, I don't think that he ends up staying there long term because... Tank also said the chop sucks. He's 48. 48 years Thank old. You. All right, 48 years so, old. So no, no, no. Point. My point being, let's say seven he gets more years. Let's say he gets. That takes him to 55. Let's say he gets four That's years. Young in the let's say he gets game, four bro. years out of the contract because we're we're gonna agree that they'll always give him like that little buffer. That's 16 million dollars just in base salary, not counting any incentives, not counting other any other deals outside of that. 16 million dollars just earned over the next four years, on top of all the money he's fucking made. If they run him out of town after four years, he can come back to Cincinnati and live like a fucking king. Never has to coach again. But he will. But he will what? Coach. Maybe he'll be too maybe, young to just be like. Maybe I'm his. Quit. Maybe he doesn't give a shit. Why do you, I mean? He's going to. He's going to a school that could potentially not have a chance to win a national championship for however many years. My thing is, I feel like Chris Mack is taking this as, well, if we don't get a postseason ban, I at least have a shot at like a school like Louisville where I can recruit people. If he does get a postseason ban, he's like. Fuck it. I don't care. Then I have no pressure, and I can just do whatever I want until they get me out of here. I'm going to take my money and run. Rate, Rate says that women's basketball Final Four is more exciting than the men's. That's his hot take? Yeah. No, because we knew UConn was going to win months ago. It's like Warriors-Cavs finals. I don't know. I really enjoy a good layup contest. So the <laughs> women's Final Four is kind of <laughs> interesting. Like, you... You see some good finger rolls. UConn, UConn is the, the the warriors of college <laughs> basketball, and it's just all written in stone. I mean, you're going to have the Joes out there in the world who believe some team's going <laughs> to magically make some run or do some magical voodoo bullshit, but in the end, we all know UConn's going to win. Oh, then they might accidentally not win one year, and people be like, see? <laughs> like last year. It's like, oh, my God. They're, they're not invincible. And Wait, then this year, they're going to win it. They oh, didn't win last year? Yeah, they lost. Oh, okay. Exactly. That, that's how little it happens. Exactly. You're well, like, holy shit, this is not even that. To me. That's how much attention I pay to right. women's college basketball. Is it what? more? Ex- is more it more exciting? exciting? More exciting? No. <laughs> I mean, like, less. The only here's what would make less predictable. No, here's what would make. Uh, here's what would make the women's final four more exciting. If uh, every game they played, the stadium was on fire while they were playing. <laughs> then I'd be like, all right, let's watch this. See how this turns out. Losers got to stay in. <laughs> Then we, we lock the locker the room stakes, door. The stakes would be high. I Everybody's like, I do not want to be in UConn's Somebody's bracket. Somebody's dying tonight. Do, do not want to be in UConn's <laughs> bracket. Uh, you are the two seed in UConn's bracket. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> Hope we get eliminated in the Elite Eight. I don't want to fucking play those assholes. 
Wait, the Elite Eight would be against UConn. My yeah. bad. Also, Rate said that the Ultimate Warrior was a tasteless ass clown and a horrible human being. I don't know the story. Uh, what's the What's the story behind that? What the Ultimate Warrior do? Mike, I don't know. Mike also, or <laughs> Rate also tried to say, bet, bet, bet we didn't watch any. Well, yeah, no shit, we didn't watch any. Why would That's I watch the point. Any college basketball yeah. for women's? Because that's exactly it's not the point. Exciting. You don't even know college basketball for women, Scott. You don't even know it. T- and Tiger's back. Oh, he also wants to let us know that UConn's only up three. Last time I checked, three is still winning. I he's from the sc- he's from the same school that Joe went to. Well, they might not sweep, <laughs> so you know, Warriors might it might come down to the final shot in the seventh game. <laughs> and you know that'll be a victory, but not really a victory. So when the the Rockets push the Warriors to a seventh game game winning shot, I mean it's a moral victory because they took them to the last possible second of a game seven. Even if they still here lost. he is. This is oh now one. How much you want to bet? Ray blew the bet? dog rough. No. Crafted sports rough. Who this? <laughs> oh hey man so fucking here's my hot take rate's goddamn predictable as fuck <laughs> was that a real dog in the background no that was that was grandpa lou the original roofer <laughs> i was like oh my god that sounded like a real dog <laughs> just kick a dog uh, what's up? What's up, man? Giving you all shit right now. We're, we're <laughs> at the Chris Mack celebration party. Wait a second. Hang on. Louisville. Did you just say there's three generations giving a shit? So that means there's three generations of dude watching women's college basketball <laughs> right now? That sounds like the saddest yeah. gathering yeah. I've ever heard. Fucking Louisville, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like well, it was rain from the background. Holy shit. It really it was did. like he threw yeah. his voice. He projected his voice. <laughs> oh, shit. We're going to be watching lots of great college basketball for the next several years with Chris Mack on the sidelines. He's our hero. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good hire. Mac attack. It also sounds like your brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't have a problem with him three days ago. I don't. I don't have a problem with Chris Mack. <laughs> yeah, I still don't have a problem with it. Chris we Mack we both just. <laughs> no, I, I mean I'm. Yeah, I mean yeah, he, he's 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 got expectations there now, so he's screwed. But I mean, I I don't wish any ill will towards him. <laughs> Yeah, He's I know. You good. guys have been mature Xavier fans. I don't. Yeah, no, we were just Xavier fans out there that. I that think you tuned in a little bit. Like yeah, surprised. no, no, no. I think you tuned in a little bit late because we were sitting here railing on the fact that Xavier fans this week were we called them one of the worst fan bases. In yeah, sports I, I this thought week. they were god awful this week. Between tweeting at him, begging him to stay, and then uh, the minute he turned on him, ah, fuck him, I never liked him anyway, and yeah. get rid of get you, out, you money chaser. Like yeah. I thought. Xavier fans showed their asses this week. It was pretty embarrassing. It was super embarrassing. I, it was awful. Yeah, I agree. I, I didn't get to listen to a lot of the show. I agree 100%. The yeah. Xavier fans proved that they're little brothers instead of acting like they've been there and would hire another good coach. And Well, and that was part of my that was part of my problem is it's like you guys are just proving that we're not really where we think we are because you're acting like chi- yeah. like children about losing a coach. I mean, I doubt Kansas fans were doing that when, you know, Roy Williams yeah, left because they weren't worried about who they would bring in. I right. Mean, right. 
the thing is, Xavier's always going to lose coaches, and the fans that understand that are the the mature, normal Xavier fans. The fans that think that they're not going to lose a coach or they get mad about losing one are out of touch with reality. I mean, I think those guys, like, there's there's those fans that just think Xavier has elevated to a different level than what they were. And they've the, Xavier has grown as a program, but it's not – it's not at the same level as a Louisville or a UNC or a Duke. Well, like those but, programs but, are. But, but, yeah, you're right. Both of those things are true. Ten years ago, coaches would have left Xavier for about 20 or 30 different programs. Now coaches will leave Xavier for about 10 different programs. Right. The problem in this case is Louisville's one of those 10. Right. And, and again, we talked about earlier how it was just a stars aligning thing. If Patino didn't get in trouble, Max still the coach at Xavier. Yeah, and it was just a yeah. perfect storm. So that's that's and, also why it makes it easier to accept. I feel I had like also if you're heard, a Xavier fan, like I also heard, and I don't know how true it is, but I heard that Alfred from UCLA was interested in the Xavier job. So what does that tell you about where Xavier's program is right now? That Alfred, I also heard that's not really much of a uh, an option. No, no, no. I don't want him. Cra- no, I don't want him either. But I'm I don't. Like, yeah, I don't heard want this, him. His buyout's crazy. I don't want him. But so. I'm just saying there's and and it's something that I talked about with my buddy Tim earlier this week and and uh, Drew, where Xavier is now at the point where UCLA's coach is like, well, I'd take that job. So there, the program has improved. That's all the. That's all it comes down to. And Xavier fans just need to chill the fuck out, man. Yeah. Although I will say, when I heard that he yeah. was he was interested, part of it was too that he's interested because it was less pressure. How uh, crazy yeah, is that? that yeah. it's, it's less pressure than UCLA. Like, yeah, I'll go take that job and go on vacation. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> if they get to go to Cincinnati and just that guy. If Xavier hires that guy, they're they're going the wrong direction. No, I would be very upset. If Xavier hires hire. him or Thad Mata, that's the other name people keep floating around. If they if they hire either one of those, if two, they hire Mata, pissed. I might be looking for a new school. There's three. There's four names that Xavier should even consider. There's Thad one Mata, name. Sean Miller, Kenny Payne, and Travis Steele. If they hire anybody else, they're going the wrong direction. There's one name, Steele. That's it. Yeah, there really is only one choice. Right, it was good talking to you, man. And uh, Rate's family, Hold great on. hearing from you. I want. I have one more thing to oh, say. Oh, okay, okay. Did you guys play my my uh, drunk dial call from this morning? No, because I I listened to it and I had no idea what the fuck it was, man. <laughs> you like did Scott a tongue knows. twister. Scott knows. I didn't Jungle I, Book, baby. I didn't hear it though. Yeah, Scott that's, didn't that's hear the it. only problem. I didn't hear it. Like, okay, I, well, I, I guess you missed my tweet too. That means that Mike's punishment is getting increased. Oh no, I'm I sorry, saw Mike. that because you. Did, I saw that I, if we didn't play it, you were going to increase the punishment. But I didn't. I didn't well, get now, to hear it. I, so I don't know. I'm increasing the punishment. Not only is it the original Lou the Dog punishment for both of you, but now when I'm on the show in a couple weeks, Mike has to sing a Little Mermaid song on air. All right, I'm okay. fine with that. Okay. I fucking karaoke Bobby Brown singing some fucking part of your world doesn't fucking phase me. Like, I'm going to sing Kiss the Girl and then giggle through most of it, and nobody's going to give a fuck. We're going to lose, I'm gonna make you we're gonna sing lose all the viewers uh, because... No, I'm going to make you sing it with a Jamaican accent. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sing it with a <laughs> shitty Jamaican go, accent. Go, go. We cheering for Yukon there? Shit. What's happening? Ray, good talking to you, man. Cardinals. All right. Go, go well. <laughs> Always fun when Lou the dog calls in. That sounded like a, that sounded like a fun party right there. I think. 
Maybe, kind of. Nope. Should we get to consumer can? Yep. Let's get into consumer can for this week, dude. Lots of good. Uh, this is good hot, hot takes. takes. There's some good hot takes that we had tonight. Consumer can it brought to you by Tavor. Check them out, Tavor.com. Uh, you can head on over to our website, CraftRootSports.com. Click the sponsors link, and uh, if you sign up through that link, after your first order, you get a ten dollar credit. Check them out. Uh, this week we had St. Arnold's White Noise, a dry hopped Belgian style wit beer. Uh, Joe, you had a little sample of this. Let's let's go to you first, my friend. Consume it or can it? Well, out of the like one sip that I have, yep. I would say consume. All right, dynamite drop in, Joe. Scott, <laughs> <laughs> way to elaborate. Uh, take Joe, Joe was just like I would consume. Moving on. <laughs> uh, this is my first beer in three weeks. Delicious. Yeah. How's it? How does it follow up after having Smirnoff Ice to start? Oh, it goes down real good. In fact, I forgot that I had the Smirnoff. Like, the weird part about Smirnoff is it didn't taste as horrible being the first alcoholic drink I had in three weeks. I guess that was the first thing I had that had yeah. alcohol in, in three weeks. It's it also because it's aged. You ate, we've aged that it, Smirnoff yeah, it, nicely. It wasn't for you. that bad. It's been cellared. That's a cellared Smirnoff. Again, <laughs> again, it was all about the sweetness. I was just like, Jesus, this is so much sugar in this damn thing. I don't know how people drink it yeah. for enjoyment at all because it's so sweet. But uh, this, the the Saint Arnold's fantastic. I consume hands down. It's not. There's. It smells hoppy. Doesn't taste hoppy. There's no bitterness to it. Um, you can. You can really taste the uh, the the fruit and spices, all the stuff that they say that's actually in that it. Coriander, like, bro. Yeah, unlike unlike the graham cracker that we never tasted. Yeah, in the, the s'mores beer. No, I mean this nails all the the uh, the flavors that it said. So yeah, that coriander uh, is when they talk about the coriander in the finish, it is one hundred percent. That's like the flavor that you take away is that coriander flavor. Like there's a little bit of a citrus flavor to this. But it, it is mostly that spice at the end. And uh, as somebody who doesn't like wit beers, I could drink this. I can't drink a lot of them. Like I would I would have one or two in the night. I also, let's, hang on, let me back up. I also did have a shot of Jameson, chugged a Guinness, and ate a fucking dry potato. So <laughs> kind of messes with the uh, the taste buds for the night. Uh, but it is, a, it is a solid beer. And I think this just speaks to the brewery. Because we had talked about how, like, you were sold on St. Arnold's after Pumpkinator. Mm-hmm. You didn't even have another beer from them, and you were like, yep, this brewery is fantastic. Yep. Uh, just by reading some of the other beers they had. Yep. So getting this one was, for me, a test to see how good the brewery was. And I, I liked, I mean, it was a pretty, it was a pretty solid beer. For me, that I wish St. Arnold was closer. That yeah. We had more they access. distribute more. Yeah, I was going to say we had more access to the beers than we do. Well, so that's a it's a ringing endorsement for the brewery itself. Uh, I would also consume the uh, uh, this beer. Um, if you don't like wit beers, it's you're not gonna be as big of a fan. But as somebody who doesn't like wit beers, it's one that you can have, and it's not gonna taste like it's. It doesn't leave that like weird, weedy aftertaste that you get from some of these beers. Like some wit beers and some wheat style beers, you get like a kind of a shitty aftertaste, and that's why they put like orange and blue moon it's to cut down on that bullshit aftertaste and this one the coriander really finishes it nice uh, so i'm gonna consume it and i'm also gonna go out and say hot take for you saint arnold good fucking brewery damn fine i think probably my favorite brewery not named um wow and i just 
It escaped me that quickly. Southern Tier. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you know my favorite brewery more than I do. Yes, Southern Tier. We'll do a Southern Tier beer next week for you then, and yes. see if we can get them back on uh, on track. We'll do your two favorite breweries. No, no, no they're not. Uh, they're not off track. What I'm saying is, no, Southern no, like Tier is like my favorite brewery. But oh, the, I get you. I the get brewery you that I don't have as yeah. much access to would be St. Arnold because Southern Tier we we can get around here easily, and yeah, they're just in Western New York, so yeah. they distribute. Here, no problem. Consumer candidate brought you by Tavor. Uh, before we get into the polls, a uh, little bit of an announcement. We talked about this a little bit earlier during our upper deck. You might have heard it. You might have glossed over it. But uh, we're going to be trying something different going forward. So starting next week, we are going to be doing the show on Thursday night. Uh, so we're going to go Facebook Live on Thursday night. In addition, we're going to go a little bit earlier. Uh, it's not going to be 930 anymore. We're going to be going on at 830. Uh, ish. ish. <laughs> Always have the ish. Ish, yeah. Because so the you goal never is know. to start the show by eight thirty, but we're, we're moving try. from Fridays to Thursdays, and we're gonna test it for a little while. And see how things go. Could it's become like, our permanent. It's like home. when you when you see like a a show on like on cable that moves to a different. Yeah, night. it's like hey, we're going to Tuesday night for. Roseanne this week and it's like oh okay well we're, we're fucked if you're comparing us to Roseanne because <laughs> fuck that show it's just the first show I thought yeah. of. I was, they uh, got 18 million views 18 we want to be views. fucked yeah, what I'll are you talking about I'll take 18 million views on this video right fucking now man 18 million Trump voters racist fucks hey man I'll take They're 18 watching. million views I don't give a shit that's true MAGA for 18 you, million views you baby racist fucks tune in <laughs> I hate that black uh, one every week. I don't give. But we're gonna try. We're gonna try that next week. We're gonna do this for a while. We're gonna start on Thursday night. Uh, so for those of you that just listen to the podcast and don't watch us on Facebook Live, that means the show is gonna go up either late Thursday night or first thing Friday morning um, instead of on Saturday. So you'll see that come out a day earlier, possibly a little bit earlier because it's mostly gonna be Thursday night that I, I put that up and, uh, and Facebook Live Thursday night. One more announcement is that we are. Quickly approaching our two-year anniversary. Yeah, man. About three weeks until we hit that, and we've got a couple special things planned. We're trying. Uh, besides, yeah, we're trying to lock things down. Mm, we hope it happens. Uh, moving the moving the night might affect things. Now that I think about it, but eh, we'll figure those details out anyway. Either way, uh, we're coming up on two years, and we're super excited. So no matter what, if, if our grand plans don't necessarily work out. Uh, we will make sure that uh, we mark the occasion. Yep, a, a special episode here in the next couple of weeks. Not only that, so not only are we coming up on two years uh, in April, but we are also coming up on a hundred episodes here soon. Holy! This shit. is episode ninety-one right now, so we have like damn. So we're hitting a hundred very soon here. That's mm, fucking crazy. Still like eight more weeks, so whatever. That's soon. That's soon, dude. Oh, okay. That's your definition of soon. Yeah. That's way it would have been like two weeks, but okay. Right, fuck you. Anyway, hot take uh, soon is in eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a hot take: a hundred episodes. We are closer to a hundred <laughs> than we are to zero. Okay, fuck cool. You. <laughs> All right, let's update the polls, Joe. What do we got? Don't say that, you All right. So again, reminding everybody what the choices were: you had either the people who are super super excited about opening day, or the people who say opening day is terrible. And what were your guys' votes? Uh, I voted against the fuckers who say opening day is terrible. I voted for the people who are super into opening day. I didn't feel like there was a wrong answer here. 
It just the people I who would. completely deny baseball and just want to be that guy who's anti Here's, everybody else having fun. Yes, I agree really with that. I agree with that. But I think the reason why I voted the way I did, I think the guy that's super into opening day turns those people into the haters on opening day. So if they true. would if they would keep their emotions in check, we wouldn't have the other guy. It's a chicken and the egg type situation. Fair so enough. So that's why I voted for the guy. Who's I like that rationale. That's why I said there's no real wrong answer. No, right? I, yeah. And with a score of seventy five percent, opening day super fans mm-hmm. are the motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Fair enough. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Not upset to be voting for the losing party on that one, like I was, you know, November two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's uh, gonna do it for this week. Yeah, this was uh, this was a fun episode. Are we? I could drink okay. again. I know, man. I'm glad that you were drinking, <laughs> I especially what it was like. especially on a night where I had to eat a potato. I'm super glad that you were able to drink and carry a lot of this show. Because if you had to do this sober while I was eating a potato, huh, that I'm just been glad a I didn't have episode. to take that damn antibiotic anymore. That shit sucked. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for sharing the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, make sure you follow the show at Craft Sports. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore junior. Follow me at Mike Burlon. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie four. Uh, you can hit up the show anytime you want. Four, four, zero, 37 drunk. Leave a voicemail. Maybe we'll play it. Maybe your rate and we won't play it. Uh, who knows? I don't know. how. That... <laughs> and you can call us and cuss us out. <laughs> and for not playing and it. you can get your dad to yell at us in the background and like grandpa to be upset too. whatever. I don't know. Whatever. That's fine. Uh, reminder next week, Thursday night, Facebook live. Uh, craft Brew 830 Sports. 8.30-ish. 8.30-ish. Uh, an hour earlier and a day earlier. Uh, 25 hours earlier than normal <laughs> is when we will be going That's live. That's quick math right Facebook there. Facebook Live. Boom. Nailed it. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. Peace! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. (laughs) Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22.